Welcome back everybody to the Rogue Retro Smackdown review here on the Rogue Opinions podcast and feed. As mentioned towards the end of the Judgment Day review, uh, Sam has buggered off to America for a few weeks, a selfish bastard, and he's neglecting his contractual obligations and is not here to do Smackdown. Unlike his somewhat contractual loophole where he doesn't need to do fucking favourite who's in the UK, this is just unacceptable. He's just skipping out on you people. He clearly doesn't care about you as much as I do. So I decided to change things up a bit. I'm not going to do an actual review of Smackdown. We're going to be doing a watch along because I'm bringing someone in who hasn't been watching as regularly, who probably hasn't seen an episode like this in a long time. Uh, we'll figure out more where he was as a fan when, when I start to talk to him. But I brought him in because you've heard us on the Rogue Pains feed and our own feed on Scott and Paul's Ramblin podcast. And he was here for the Insurrection review. He picked up, he as usual is picking up the slack for where Sam just leaves it on his ass. It's my good friend and co-host, Paul Brown of Scott and Paul's Ramblin podcast fame. Hi. Hello. Good to be here as usual. Yeah. It's good to have you here, Paul. See, you, you've never let me down. I never have. No. I never have. Drunk or sober. I'm always professional. Yes. So, Paul, I thought it'd be a good idea to get you on an episode of the Rogue Retro Smackdown, you know, review. Because uh, I always like getting people in just to watch an episode out for context. And so, so should, I, should I be like those uh, religious people in black books? Like, this is nice. On here. <laughs> Inside. Inside. We've never gotten this far before. This, this is nice. Break opinions. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> you're on Rogue Opinions on a regular basis, but it's also on our show, so now you're on an actual full-time Rogue Opinions show. You're on here before when we, you and Brian did uh, the Insurrection watch along as well. We got very drunk for we, that. We did. We, we did. We got so drunk we barely paid attention to the reaction. Yeah. I mean, we had a good time as well. I didn't realise how loud I had the TV up until uh, I went back and listened to it. <laughs> it was quite loud. It was loud, but you know, it helped fill in the gaps, because yeah. you can't talk for two or a bit hours straight. You've got to leave some breathing room. Right, well, you can, you can mildly comment. That is what we do. That is what we do as well. But, Paul, I thought, like, obviously you'd have questions, potentially, and I, I'm in a position to answer them, because I've been watching this, this time on almost the same regular basis. Like, I watch... 2000, like, Attitude Era were on SmackDown on a more regular basis than I watched fucking current era on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, people people of that era, Yeah. it does not surprise me that we watch more of that era than the current era. Yeah. Just saying, you know, yeah, for, know. All, for all those people that are Rogue Opinions listeners and Scott and Paul listeners, hopefully. Of course. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but... um. You know, the current product in the WWE does have its minor merits and all, but it it just doesn't it just doesn't cut the mustard when it comes to the classic shit. It just does not. And uh, if you're a regular listener to Scott and Bolter, if you don't know what kind of wrestling content we cover over there, if you're not listening to it, you should. It's on the same feed. We cut we cover the in our opinion, and I'm I'm hoping in the opinion of a few people too the the better product. Impact Wrestling. Yeah, we mostly cover Impact Wrestling. That's the show that we, we both regularly watch. Yeah, a very, a very, a very, um, especially in its current run, a very underappreciated wrestling company, in my opinion. I, I agree with you, and we also cover a lot of nineties like wrestling. Yeah, I mean, a lot of new gen, and we're getting into the some more attitude stuff with the the era, era we are in our regular series where 
review all the in your house pay per views. All I will say in regards to uh, Impact Wrestling, yes, uh, to Rogue Opinions listeners and Scott and Paul listeners, is to anyone who's just having a casual listen to us. Yeah, if you are a, a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. you watch the main event of Impact Under Siege that just happened. It will make you a fucking Impact fan, uh, and that that is, I say that. As a wrestling fan, not just as a fucking impact fan, I say that as a wrestling fan because that was that was art. So not an art, as we seen on YouTube a little while ago. That was pure wrestling art. The, the whole thing with the an art is it take too long to explain. Yeah, it. yeah. This is just maybe the preamble before we go into the actual episode. But I thought Paul will have me have some questions, so I thought rather than having him watch it separately, then ask me all these questions like what what was happening with this person here. Yeah, I thought, it'd be, I thought it'd be a, I thought it'd be a laugh to. Do a, a watch along together and, you know, get genuine reactions, talk about it in real time. And sometimes there are matches I can't be arsed paying attention to when I'm watching it myself. So <laughs> doing it this way, we're really, really lighting up some of the, the more boring well, aspects well, of the show. I, as we're about to watch it on the network, I see in the script here mm-hmm. what it says about Triple H and his degenerates. So obviously <laughs> I'm going to be intrigued because, you know. Yeah, this is latter days, like... Degeneration X slash McMahon Helmsley regime, so it's Triple H, Xbox, the Road Dog. It was Billy Gunn, but Billy Gunn's currently injured. He left in February for a for a I think it was a collarbone injury mm. that he suffered. He would be back sometime towards the fall, but he would come back as the one Billy Gunn. Yeah, yeah. I w- I will say like you know yourself. I was always more of an original DX fan. I was yeah. I was I was not. I mean, I, I liked the initial run of the DX Army and all. I thought that was cool. But yeah. I was a, you know, Rick Rude, China, Sean and mm-hmm. Hunter fan. Yeah. I would have even liked it if Sean had been fit enough and, you know, well in the head enough mm-hmm. to continue on when they were going to bring in the new Age Outlaws. But well, Sean has recently <sighs> been back on TV for... Yeah, Mr. Commissioner, right? Yeah. Well, he was the Commissioner. He's recently resigned right before Disney Day, resigned to be Commissioner of it. It's funny enough that he hadn't been on TV since like the debut SmackDown where he rather whispered the rock for no yeah, reason. Yeah. Uh, and so like he was like a very inactive commissioner, but in a few weeks we'll have a new commissioner get announced and people who watch the era will know who that is. Mm. Uh, who's more fondly remembered as the commissioner, but I think... Uh, Would like, that be Regal? No, it was uh, Master of the Cheap Pot, Mr. Oh, Foley. Oh, right, Mr. Foley. <laughs> With his wee gavel and he makes you off, it's like, my decision, it's final. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like, so I thought it'd be fun. This is the May 25th, 2000 episode. This is the Smackdown after Judgment Day. If you want to check out me and Sam reviewing Judgment Day, it's in the back catalogue. We had a long discussion about that and the main event Iron Man match and the fallout, the, the return of The Undertaker as the American badass. Yeah. And The Undertaker making an appearance on Raw, but I think we're actually going to get to see... Undertaker speak on this episode of Smackdown for the first time since his return. Ooh. So, ooh, yes, indeed. But, yeah, so we're like, McMahon's and Triple H DX are taking over. I think they're getting to, to the latter stages of their, you know, takeover on screen. Yeah. Group. And we're now, out of Judgment Day, in a few weeks, we're going to start the build to King of the Ring ooh. and everything. Now, the Smack, I love watching the week-to-week stuff because I've watched a lot of pay-per-views from the year 2000, especially because I had some tapes from this year that my brother would have watched or got taped for him or me, he may have bought. Yeah. And uh, and so then I watched them afterwards. Like, my brother tells a story of uh, it, our grandfather taped for him No Mercy 2000, where obviously my brother is one of the biggest rock fans you'll ever meet. And it probably has a lot to do with the era he was started watching, right? But 
obviously, but the Rock, he's very young. The Rock loses the day of the triangle on that night. He's all upset, so, but he's watching stuff out of order. So, mum and dad go up to the video shop. We'll say, well, right, yeah, we wrestling the UD. <laughs> oh, the Rock's defend, Rock's on this show against Triple H, and it was Judgment Day. So, cheer us up for, uh, the Rock losing my pay per view. They rented him a pay per view, but the Rock lost. <laughs> it's just a little kick in the wee, bun, the wee yeah. man while he's down. Like, ooh, sorry, our bad. <laughs> we we didn't know. He he, he won't be too traumatized. He'll get over it eventually. <laughs> but I, I don't. I didn't, I never saw a lot of week to week stuff. So there's some stuff that has better context to the series or wee random bits that you never even knew happened before. Like, oh, here's a random thing that no one ever talks about. But Paul, in May of two thousand. Where are you, roughly, as a wrestling fan? Are you, are you uh, watching still? I will, I will be perfectly honest with you. Uh, in May of 2000, I was... I was not watching my wrestling in May of 2000, no. I was, I was you know, reading Metal Hammer and <laughs> getting, getting very much into the alternative scene at the time. Mm. So wrestling was not on my wavelength at the time. I have my brother to thank for getting me more interested in wrestling post-Attitude Era, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got into wrestling early on. He started watching when Cena was, uh, you was know, rapper. veeing for the US title and all that yeah, kind of yeah. era, you know, like old 2, old 3 mm-hmm. onwards, sort of ruthless era, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of got, like... I kind of got back into it on and off, so I wasn't really watching. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'll be perfectly honest, it was watching Impact on Challenge <laughs> that got me back into watching wrestling more so, and then... Was this, like, back in the day, still TNA? Impact? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, me- yeah. I remember watching it. No, early- back, back when Jeff Hardy has his, had his own belt. Oh, I remember seeing some clips of it, like, or I think, like, I started watching it on a more regular basis, like, when people like Jeff Hardy were in and that. Run, but then I'd watch the old clips of it from like 07 where Angle and all these legends, Sting, Christian are popping up, Abyss popping up, and all these things. Like when Abyss had the mat, it covered most of his face. And like it was that long ago, it was on Bravo. That's how long that's ago it was. That's when I was watching. Well, when I was watching, it was on Dave, mm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, and then on Challenge. Uh-huh. And then I remember I was watching in the era when, when uh, Rhino was tagging with Benoit. Mm. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Like, what pay-per-view it was when there was a four-way for the titles, it was Los Guerreros, uh, Benoit and Rhino, Team Angle, mm-hmm. and I can't remember uh, who no, the I other fucking team was. I know those, those three had like a three-way tag match at like WrestleMania 19. May have been that one, I might be mistaking yeah, it for a four-way. Yeah. But I remember watching that, mm-hmm. and I remember watching uh, Brock Lesnar doing his shooting star press and Ooh. landing on his head. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. a rough one. I remember that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was kind of in and out, but it was watching Impact that got me back into watching wrestling proper, and then yeah. that reignited my passion, and then I went, wait a minute, I must reclaim my tapes. <laughs> and then that turned into my tape collection, and now I'm... Uh, yeah, it's a topic covered a lot in, on our show, Paul's ever-growing tape yeah, collection. 140-plus now. It was already a big collection when I first met you, but even then you've just been growing Yeah, growing yeah, yeah. Then. But no, um, Impact got me back into it. Round about... Lows the era, yeah. the thousands era. I wasn't really paying attention. I was, mm. I was, 
I was I was doing other things. Yeah. Let's let's just yeah. cut that part short. I was doing <laughs> other things that are hard for me to remember now because of the things I was doing. <laughs> okay, I understand. I understand. <laughs> you know, I think we may have covered some of the ground on the insurrection review with you and Brian, but you know, it feels like forever ago, and I can't always remember. So you know, no, I, I and some people must they may not have, may not have listened to that, but. I recommend you do listen to that Insurrection watch along. Like, don't even watch Insurrection ahead of time. Listen yeah. to us talk about it. It's even more fun. Like, what what were you doing then? I was listening to Marilyn Manson and drinking underage. <laughs> Yay! That's what I was doing, so... What was I doing in 2000? Probably watching Power Rangers of some sort. <laughs> I was watching Power Rangers too. Well... I liked Power Rangers. Who didn't? Who yeah. didn't? Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, not the rest. I'll not get into that argument again. But that's, that's because there is no argument. No, because we've already <laughs> been talking for 12 minutes. 12 yeah. and a half minutes, actually. There, there is no argument to be had. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is the bestest. <laughs> but that's it. Well, I'll, I'll mention you some brief things I have on Raw. Like, I'll tell you the main story of what happened on Raw, and then uh, when I think to them, I'll go to my notes if necessary and tell you, well, this is that's happened because on Raw this thing happened. I need, I need to do it right. You're, do, you're doing the Power Rangers yeah. morphin pose. Morphin time! <laughs> Pterodactyl! Tyrannosaurus! That's dumb! Are you done? Yeah. Tiger's oars! <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm done now. You're done now? Yeah. So, uh, basically, everybody knows Judgment Day. If you didn't know, quick, quick uh, roundup of the results. Uh, too Cool and Rikishi defeated Angle, Christian and Edge. We had... Shane, with help from a lot of heels like Bill Buchanan and TNA, defeated The Big Show yeah. in a false count everywhere match. Eddie Guerrero retained his European Championship over his two former ras- uh, radicals uh, teammates. And Malenko. Malenko. All the while, Malenko still got that life rate. Like, remember, is this, this is still a thing, right? No. Yes, Dean, it's still a thing. We did a whole episode on the lightweight title on our show, so... It was, a, it was a great belt until Dean got it. Yeah, until they changed it to that basic bitch black strap, and another classy red strap. And then it wasn't great. The last person who made it great was Gilbert. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Uh, I, I say that lightheartedly because I did like Gilbert, he was cool. He was. Uh, uh, Benoit defeated Chris Jericho in a submissions match to retain his Intercontinental Championship. Kill, kill Surprise. <laughs> Benoit won a submission match. Yeah. Uh, the Dudleys, with interference from likes of Briscoe and Tory, uh, DX defeated uh, the Dudley boys in a tables match. Fuck but, off. Yes. It was all part of all the where Bubba's obsessed with putting Tory through a table, but he keeps being denied. But Jerry Briscoe got put through a table at the end. Oh, well, that's good. I never liked him. Jerry Briscoe at this point is still a hardcore champion because in last week's match, there was that segment where he quietly pins Crash Holly while he's sleeping. And I come to his whisper like, Jerry Briscoe. Just won the hardcore title. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then the, there was the main event with the uh, 60 minute Ironman match with six falls to five. The Triple H beat The Rock with Sean as the referee. Also, featured the return of The Undertaker. There was a big smallest finish. The Rock technically got DQ'd yeah. at the end. It was all screwy. And now, the main story of Raw was The Rock on a rampage trying to beat up the McMahon and DX. And Vince came out originally at the start of the show and got to say that, you know, oh, later tonight there's going to be a four-on-one hand again. It's going to be DX, Shane, and Triple H against The Rock. And then as he was walking to his level, The Rock was just getting behind him and just spits him. Yeah. Like, pr- pretty much beats up this old man, throws him in his own limo, 
yells at the limo driver, you get in the hell out of here. And as he goes to walk away, Vince pokes his head out of the limo, windshield's kind of halfway down. He's like, you son of a bitch, you. As he shouts, Rod just casually goes over, picks up a trash can, like, dink. <laughs> and then the limo just rolls away. Oh. <laughs> I must say, though, the thing I'm looking forward to, because I haven't seen this one, obviously. Well, if I have well, I've never seen this either. I don't remember episode. it. But do you know the thing I'm looking forward to most? Mm. The 2000 Smackdown intro. <laughs> Something I should worry about. We're not going to get Kid Rock on this because they've dubbed over it with one of his later Undertaker. Well, to be fair, I'm not really bothered because the Kid Rock one was my least favourite of the three themes they had. But I'm just bored. It would just editing. be nice to hear it, you know, because, you know, it's like I went and seen a comment on, on Facebook all day. When are the network going to get the original ECW themes on the fucking network? You know, yeah. ask them that question when you also ask them why we don't have the original fucking uh, Godwin song yeah. on the damn thing. Oh, that's a whole thing. Why, why can't they get Kid Rock on this? I don't know. Because, like, he he's in your Hall of Fame. Surely he can Surely give you the rights. You can get Lip Biscuit. Oh, they get, they get all Lip Biscuit and his other theme. Right? Hey, but God's sake, we, we, we even had can't... Fred Durst as a playable character in one of the goddamn games. No, they still have, like, Lip Biscuit and... Randomly though, they don't they play the whole like my way package at Wrestling X Seven, but they cut it a bit when it goes back to commentary of of Paul Heyman mentioning Lip Biscuit for some reason. But they keep in Tony Chimmel and me and nineteen introducing him as introducing them as WWE's favourite band in the whole world. I wish that was still true. I don't think it was true in two thousand and three. I still wish it was true back with Music in the dub sucks now, man. No, for the most part. It really does. Would you like some of this uh, cider? Uh, no, I have some of this funky blue drink. Would you promise to? Have, I, will, I, will, I will leave you some foe. Some foe, not the or, or loco. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave you some foe. Some foe. Okay. Well, there's, another, there's more cider here. And <laughs> it's not ur I'll drink some ur loco. <laughs> ur loco. Ur loco. You know ur loco. I'm at the road. He's mental. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I've got some Magnus dark fruit cider and some... Uh, lemon and raspberry hooch. It's, and it's fucking per, delicious. And what per chance is the percentage on your Magnus per chance, Scott? Around 4%. Yeah, mine is 85 It's not a contest, to be honest with you, Paul. I don't pick that yes, one with the highest percentage. Is. It's always a contest. All right, Monica. See, I, I told you before in a few times so that you're always, yes. that you're always, you're like fucking Monica for friends at times. And you pretty much are. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> well, well, now I am. Cleaning obsessive and <laughs> and talking about contests and such. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Raw, then uh, Rocky then locked X Pac and Road Dog in the back of a truck. Uh, he beat up Shane McMahon through the crowd, and Shane just seemed to disappear. And then Briscoe informs Triple H definitely when they arrive at the building. Then they go on this hunt for the Rock around the building. Mm. Then Rock comes out and he says to him, "You did the right thing, helping the Rock, but you did it." At the wrong time. <laughs> and then he calls out Triple H. Triple H's like saying, like, I don't care what happened at the end, you know. It was, whole, it was all about who was better. I'm the one standing with the tails. That means I'm better and I'm that damn good. A, a catchphrase he tried to get over. It just just wasn't happening. Like, Stop trying to get that a thing. Was that the Undertaker trying it? No, Triple H. Ah, Triple H. That damn good. Yeah. I am that damn good. The, the best catchphrase is, I am the game. Yeah, that's fair. This is a, this is a time we still... Coming out to my time, I think my I've heard the dislike, but I know you love it. I do, I do, I do. Uh, then also there was a big fight between the two. Then all of a sudden, all the people that were up, yep, suddenly reappeared. They started beating him down. Then Undertaker came out. He, he teased running Vince over with more pick at one point. Yeah. And then the show end, Raw ended with The Rock putting Triple H 
Do the events table with a rock bottom. I won't lie, Law. I'll admit one thing to you now. My time, personally for me, fantastic fucking entrance, but it just doesn't have that feel that Motorhead yeah. has, man. Because the Motorhead one just is his tune. Yeah, like, it's the game by Motorhead all the way up here. His other themes just down. Uh, it's the game, and then Drowning Pool 1, as long as they're no singing it live, <laughs> it's fine. Because, nah, man. <laughs> and then my time... And then that King of Kings song. Nah, I was thinking more of the the courtesy music. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's Hunter Selmsley music. Yes. If I get technical, it's a little bit well, not a little bit just above just above the drowning pool. When I'd put oh these, yeah, the not, pomp and circumstance. Yeah, I was doing just above drowning pool. I'd put uh, the evolution theme. Could technically easily come out to that as oh, well. Yeah, as yeah, also yeah. by Motorhead. Yeah. But yeah, Pomp and Circumstance, he came out to yeah. that at one point when he was like, sort of like... The, no, the, Ode to Joy. Ode to Joy Pomp when Pomp he was in that. Pomp and Circumstance, I believe, is Randy Savage. Yeah, but Ode to Joy he came out to when he was in that weird sort of transition period between... Yeah. The uh, Between Courtesy, courtesy Man and, you degenerate. know... Degenerate. Making jokes but, about his dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, I, I'm so honoured to win this prestigious and glorious... European title. Ah! <laughs> Merry Christmas, Sarge! <laughs> ah! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> See, that's why I like them. We're such dicks. Such got, children. I don't know. I know it's from Raw if I need to fill in any code. If you have any questions for me, if someone who's been watching this, feel free. Shall we begin? We shall, we shall. Sunder an hour and a half along this episode of Smackdown. I am I am waiting with bated breath. Yeah, we we've done enough preamble. We've got our alcohol here. We've already started. Excuse me. So pretty much a watch long. So if either of us have to get up for the toilet, go grab anything. We're just gonna have to let it all roll. Are you ready? Yep. Got the option to skip intro. We're not gonna be doing that. No, here. we are not. No. Ah, where is the music? Give it a second. Oh, there you go. Fucking buffered for a brief second. Dang. Right, there you go. There so as high as it will, as it will go, okay? Yeah. There you go. We got a black and white video opening. As if you, as if you couldn't think, watch Raw, but you. I, I so want that fucking shirt that Road Dogs wearing from my collection. What does it say? What does it say? It's the one, you know, the DX one with their faces each yeah. side of the X. I want that. Oh yeah, that looks I want that one. There's the one I'm talking about. The Rock taking out, uh, all, ah. but doing it all in a fancy shirt. Yeah, the Rock was known for his fancy shirts back when. There's that little prick. Yeah, he's taking out. Also, something I missed from the theater: sound, the explosion sound effects when someone gets punched. Yeah, yeah. Mr. McMahon, Sarah <laughs> Briskin. Also, I love how Mary Scott at all times just has that hardcore belt on his waist. Here, here's what I was talking about with the rock. There we go. Been doing his classic strut up. Oh, there's the rock. Oh, that's a classic shirt the rock's got. Although, this is his 50s, he's getting his head rammed into metal doors and everything. Oh, come on, he was hardcore, man. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I think Vince took a fair amount of unprotected shots to the head during these because of cat on screen character. Which oh, how, how much in that, particularly in that scene, how much do you think it was like impact on the 
frame of the car. Mm. You know, well, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure it was like 50 50, you know. I think, like, when Prince thinks he's or like whenever he takes him out of the chair <laughs> shot, I, I used to love way wild swings for the rock. Mm. Like, and then look back, look at my hand, another punch. Oh, so Shin, but, uh, Shane. Shin McMahon. Well, I was going to say, Shane. People keep chatting, Shane's a pussy. So he's like, yes, you're right. I am very cat-like, aren't I? I'm like Simba. And then he also, given he help, beat the big show, but with a lot of help, he started calling himself Shane the Giant Killer. I do like the the, the intro with the kid, the girls like singing and like the Are you scared? He's here. Yeah. Intro. To, it doesn't go with a fucking uh, a kid rock song, but it's cool. Do you know what the good thing is? What? See when I get this on tape, <laughs> it'll have its original music. Oh, well, you need to get Judgment Day. Yeah, I'll get it. I'll fucking get it. <laughs> I, uh, damn, he was built when. He was. I mean, he's still in a thick scent belt now. Yeah, he just can't do nothing with it because he's not well anymore. Yeah. Like, I remember... Such a shame, that, for him, because that was, like, a genetic thing. I remember, like, he, he was still built, like, in his later years when he was doing the resident part-time, but remember he oh. came out in Mania 30, and he saw just how jacked, more jacked he'd gotten, and you're like, Jesus Christ. Uh, this is the angle from where all the Triple H getting rock bottom to the table. You remember when he came out in 2002? When he came back mm-hmm. with that bad, bad fucking... Well he, had, thing. well, he had nothing to do for nine months but work out. Who do you think was more jacked at this time point? Him or The Rock? Yeah, the Rock was a bit... Ah. Love that shit. Classic, classic, nonsensical uh, intro here. I don't think it's been properly updated since, it's, since the show started, like, almost a year ago. I think The Rock's more jacked now, but just... Triple H may have had the edge in terms of who's more jacked. Yeah. Well, he done nothing but work out since he was born, right? Pretty much. <laughs> really, in terms of like a transformation from when they oh. debuted to this point, Triple H has gone a lot more muscle mass on than The Rock does yeah. in terms of the progression. And and he had T Totler as well. Triple H, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. he was pals with the click and everything. Yeah, because he was Mr. Designated Driver. Undertaker. This, is this, the, this isn't the time period when we didn't take fans' fucking signs as well. Yeah, there's too many of the fuckers. You got cops in the ring. Uh, you well, got, that's interesting. You got Michael Cole and King on commentary as was the style of the time. No JR? No, he was on SmackDown. He was a. He oh, was, he was a raw he, man. He's supposed to be a raw man. Now, classic thing of the year. Oh, a limo has pulled up. And there's that balding hardcore champion. Yeah, let's go. Up. <laughs> yeah, bastard, <laughs> I'm just going to just try to run over Vince, Shane and Bristol. Just instantly. Go on, hardcore champion, take him on, go on. Look at Vince just flailing his arms around everything like that. Oh, Jesus. Right, that's right, hide behind the box. <clears throat> he, can't, he can't get me when I'm med- my medical box is protecting me. <laughs> Do you think that was on purpose, or do you think he just fucked up? No, a I think there? he just fucked up. He tried to climb up a, a ladder. He tried to climb up a ladder. Oh, oh, oh. It's fucking ha- bow head away from his ankles. It's hard to describe as it's happening, but yeah. this is five minutes in, and Vince is already only fell- Vince has already fallen off a ladder and had his ankles almost run over. Yeah, 
I mean, this had to be pre-taped, so obviously, like, imagine what would have happened. This wouldn't have aired if, if something had happened. Look at Shane, how he's, how he's balancing on the... I've seen, I seen, fan, seen a phenomenal thing uh, with Dustin Rhodes talking about the pre-tape of uh, the Mania 12 thing. That was quite an interesting thing, he talked about pre-tape. Oh, are you coming? You need to change your shorts yet? Good God! What? He looks so young! Oh yeah, Michael. So who's on Raw with JR at this point? Oh, it's, just, it's King, King's on both shows from this oh, King, King's, King JR. King's doing double I think, by, I think by 2001, Taz will so start his run now. When, uh, when did Michael Cole start sitting on commentary? Because he was backstage colour. Well, well he, I think he started in 99 with King on a more regular basis because JR went away with Beryl's palsy. Like, ah. like, like Rumble, St. Valentine's Day Massacre time. Mm. And JR came back. But then he, I think he'd pop up on the C shows and then Smadron, so I think they wanted... I think the first episode of the Smackdown as a full-time run, it was JR and King, but they thought maybe they wanted us to have its own distinct sound, so we'll have King and Cole at Cole. Right. I think they were giving Cole, like, the secondary show to try and, like, test him out. As a comment, an announcer guy, or because yeah. uh, like, play guy. Because his first few years, or for a long time afterwards, he would get this thing, like, oh, at first people thought it assumed he was trying to, he was trying oh, to replace JR. Asshole, asshole, asshole. Spence. <laughs> yeah, stupid fox. Vince just yelling at his n- n- kneeling and post. yelling and pleading and. Vince is yelling at his policeman for not pretending to just stand up in the ring while he was. Which is fair enough. Why would you not have the police escort you from the limo to the ring? We're going. Do you know realise we could off on you and probably bother you right now? The best of. The in- random independent wrestlers from whatever town is they're in, I didn't catch where they are. I tried to see if I recognised any of them. I also thought they were... I know Bobby Roode popped up in the 2000-2001 as a club. I was hoping he would be in the same but I must be thinking of a, a different segment. Mm. You're so bad! Come on, Undertaker! I'm calling your ass out! I think Vince is like, legitimately winded for yeah. a minute there. But like, co- he, but he fairly he... silly ass off that loud though. But like he's like I'm not I'm, I'll be damned if I'm I'm if I'm selling any of this like I need to be strong I'm I wouldn't sell a quad tear damn it <laughs> no I'll sit in the ring and point at people yeah oh. thank you yeah sorry I'm good I'm good yeah. this is like your feet now you've gone and made a big mistake. Oh, I'll bet it's jarring being over this, but like he's he's intro here, but do you do you miss that at times like classic SmackDown set? Sometimes. Which but one did you prefer, that or the fist? Probably the fist, because I was introduced to the fist first. <laughs> <laughs> you need to watch your sentences, man. I know, phrasing. Also, he would always bring out the bike out to the to the ring, right? And yet, he suddenly now has decided to leave it in the back. Like, yeah, well, he's like, I don't need the bike to do you. I bet he wrestles later on and he brings the bike out, but like... I swear to Christ, back in the day I've seen 17-year-olds at the galleries trying to look like that. Hmm. None of them I could pull it off. I don't think them were as tall as Mark Galloway, like 6'10", I think. No, Mark Galloway was, something like that. You know how every fucker looks right, like, oh, I can look hard like Undertaker, you know? Mm-hmm. Undertaker, metal... When you say you know people who try to look at Undertaker, I don't think you... 
I didn't think you'd meant this division Undertaker. I thought you'd probably mean no, I meant the more that. gothic Undertaker. I meant that version. Mm. You know, big trench coat, the bandana, and go. I remember a couple of years ago, me and my brother watched a show from 2000, which was shortly after he came back, and I joked, Undertaker was like one of those nutters that wanted to raid Area 51. <laughs> Got this long trench coat, his bandana, and he's letting his natural red hair shown rather than dying. No, you can see the streaks of black still through. <laughs> I used to have a coat like that, you know. I imagine you did. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I could see a long leather coat up there on your door. Yeah, that's Brian's coat. <laughs> Not anymore, well, he's, he's too old in style for it. <laughs> he doesn't have the passion for style like I do. You know, like the shirt says, I'm chic. Mm. <laughs> I've not been listening to what I've not listened to what he said. I'm sure that it'll come to your mind us later. He's got something he has to get off his chest. And the fans think he's an asshole. I used to love when Austin would call out. You're like, I don't know if you can hear right too well, but you got about twenty thousand people calling you an asshole. <laughs> Taker's just no sell, no sell all this like I did you I, I? No. He kind of did. Clean him a look so say you done yet. Oh, he would. <laughs> well, it feels pretty good to walk about and have my heat on, you know. <laughs> Solid. Otherwise, it'd be weird, wouldn't it? You wouldn't know where you were going. Fans chanting bullshit to the. I'm sorry, there'd be points where we just, we just listen to what's happened, but we. You want to know what's happening later on in the show. Yeah. it's always makes an announcement to start at least. That would be a fantastic thing to have for the collection. What would that be? One of the, you know, WWF Smackdown mic uh, yeah. things. Mm-hmm. You know? The mic covering, I don't yeah, know what yeah. else you call it. Um, see, if I knew what you called it properly, yeah. I would look on eBay for it. <laughs> we type in eBay. Smackdown mic thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smack, smack the early 2000s Smackdown microphone mic box cover thingy. <laughs> oh, oh, Undertaker's going to talk it oh. and rip the thingy off it. But no matter what gimmick he has, he always loved doing it. I don't know why. Oh. Now check this out, boss. <laughs> this is the way it goes down. Do you ever talk to your old lady anymore? Oh, 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 oh. oh London's been a big. Uh, oh. Yeah, I think. Oh. I think it's like, been said like Taker had been gone since like September, right? Because injuries and like and various other things. But he said like technically your contract expired. You don't work here anymore. Like it's instead of your trespassing, like. <laughs> Turns out the years, that's a very accurate for Taker. He just wouldn't go away for a time, wouldn't he? Now I'm sure you're 
does that mean? Mm-hmm. Well, what that means is you get the pleasure of paying me lots of money <laughs> to kick your stank ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's no a... a I swear to Christ, he sounded like he was channeling Farouk, I was going to say, he's no an undead, like, zombie or ministry guy. He's a, just a bad mouth text in there. I, wait, I say he was channeling Farouk, well. Arresting the Undertaker on attempted vehicular homicide which just took place. Take his ass away, and then take his ass away now. I'm a witness. Yeah, so yeah, once again, Linda, she will be this time as a thorn. And Vince McMahon said, Vince McMahon, I'd be happy to arrest this man for attempted vehicular homicide. If I do that, I'm going to have to arrest you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What do you do? Hey, well, good on you, nameless policeman. Assaulting a police officer. <laughs> also, you can't see us. I don't know if anyone's watching this, but he was poking the, oh, the police oh. officer. Oh, 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 the police are walking away. Callers are like, gonna fucking pull cards, you can't, we're just gonna leave you here, dude. Law enforcement at its finest. Technically, you don't hire police. You hire, hire security, yeah, you, you but you don't, know. You don't rent them. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And it was at this moment that Vince regretted every decision he'd made in his life. He knew he'd fucked up. Mm-hmm. Great here. <laughs> hey, take it. Aye, aye. I think he misses it. <laughs> what? He wouldn't have his receding Fraser hair that he has now. No. Oh. Oh, here comes Shane. You doing your wee dick? <laughs> take it, just no cell, and Shane's running for his life. I swear to God, they played a really pathetic dick really well. Some people have their strengths in life, some things they were born to do. And Shane's was this. And and Gerald Briscoe's good at looking after that title until a wrestler has it. Yeah. I'm surprised he's held it for a full week with the whole 24 7 rule. There was a thing on Judgment Day, people constantly try to get him, like, like arena employees, referees, the headbangers. Oh, oh, oh. It's a replay oh. of what happened earlier on. Oh! If you, if you slow that down, you'd, you'd see more how close that yeah, was. No, like, like a fucking like, hell's breath. I know, like less breath. than a second away from when he's like. From, I think that's why I think it was legit. Like, like you couldn't legit couldn't get up again. He's like a turtle on his back. And uh, a replay. He's fucking on his back going. <laughs> Help! I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> so yeah, Linda's beside the Undertaker. <laughs> Oh no! Run! <laughs> run away! Run away! <laughs> Brave Shane McMahon! Run I never! Who lies? When Taker reared his ugly head, he turned away and bravely fled. <laughs> oh, here come Edge and Christian. Yay! Um, oh, good Edge and Christian coming from the crowd, Edge and Christian. No, not from the crowd anymore. They're heels now, they don't want to associate with the no. fans anymore. That's Oh, this he is, legend. Uh, this is Edge when he had good hair, though. This is for the benefit of those with flash photography. Edge and Christian, five second blues. Yeah, I, I liked Edge, man. Of you did. I never liked Christian. I like Christian. Yeah, but I didn't like it when he, you know, 
looked at you. <laughs> he looked at you like Vince. You wanted to put a big dot over his face. Yeah, just it was it was kinder for the children. That fucking trench coat that oh, just got. Oh, it's a title match. For the tag team titles randomly. Didn't you love that trench coat, though? Yes. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you knew people with that. With that. Well, I had coats of that type, just not that long. Some people have this the sign signed about and said for the benefit of those with black dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder if he misses lot hair. I miss lot hair he had. Well, if he if he did miss, he wouldn't have cut it, would he? Have you seen his new haircut? I have. It it suits him for his look now. Yeah, I think it's very similar to Ria's hair. Only yeah. 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 He he has scary muscular woman hair. Or she has he his hair. <laughs> Moondoinks. Does that include dinks? Winks and pinks. <laughs> and cheesies, wheezies, and queezies. Oh. What we got? Eddie Guerrero coming out here. Oh, no. <laughs> got Eddie Guerrero and Tina coming out. Oh, God. Do you know, I've. I've I totally, 100% respect Eddie Guerrero's in-ring abilities, and never, but I never liked his character. Yeah. I never liked Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, you've mentioned him in the past. I, I, I wish I did, though, because he was so skilled in-ring, yeah. there is no denying that, but my God, he sucked, character-wise. You know, I've learned over the course of doing this review, I don't like China. Oh, you don't like China? I, I've grown, especially this be like... Do you mean like in-ring and personality or both? A mix of both because yeah. like... Well, she wasn't the greatest in-ring. Well, yeah. I think it depended who she was against. Like, her matches with Jericho were good. Well, that was because Jericho done a lot of that yeah. work though. And then like, she had that great, great, uh, good housekeeping match with Jan and everything. But like, there were, there were periods of time during like late night in 2000 where you can like, see the stardom is getting to her head and she's acting very unlikable and like... I, I'm sure, like, Bodyguard China with DX and everything. Yeah, that China was great. This China, I'm not the biggest fan of. Or even early Triple H China with, like, the fucking Kango caps and the shades when she was just silent and huge. I'm I'm not saying, I mean, I don't want to criticise her for talking about me, I'm about to, because, like, (laughs) she was silent as a bodyguard, which helped, which was actually help her. Because her natural speaking voice was not intimidating, it did not go with her. Look, it was it was very it was very monotone and yeah, like, like boring. Like Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley having more high pitched voices than their muscular frame would suggest. Yeah, oh God, you could get a good clothesline though. Mm-hmm. Uh, working they're working over edge right now. We know fine well we ain't winning this though. Oh yeah, because I don't believe. Oh, Eddie was would... it how long before Eddie was released the first time? Was this? Oh, this is more than a year. I think he's released like pre-invasion. Yeah. And then he's brought back just as the brand splits kicking off, so he's only gone for about a year. Yeah, but this is before his first release, right? Mm-hmm. What was his... Drugs, wasn't it? It was a lot of drug thing, and like... Drugs and... Well, he's, he had his issues. Well, it was, a, it was more so a refusal to, to go to rehab and... Right. To stay on the stairs with, like, Eddie's been knocked to the outside and Chris is working Chris over. Chris is working over, dropped him on the guard trail. Back in. Back in the ring and Eddie's... We're starting, talking. To, we're starting to sound like that Radio WWE. <laughs> Or WWF, I should say. I'd like to do a Radio WWF kind of thing. So, 
Eddie's hitting him. Eddie's hitting him. Nothing's it's happening. Great to the eyes. <laughs> Bye, Edge. The match is over. Everyone looks pissed. Edge and Eddie are in the ring. China's not, so there's some competent wrestling going on. <laughs> I, I'm being harsh. I mean, China did have a good clothesline and slam him in it. Oh, Christian's in to awkwardly grin. One good thing Ooh. I can say about China, which you can see them implementing stuff like this in Impact Wrestle with some of their female wrestlers, and that. She's a woman coming out challenging for a predominantly men's title, just coming out answering an open challenge, and nobody's even raising the fact, oh, she's a woman, she can't be challenging with Bitlow. She's just in a tag team title match. The thing is, though, see, even at this point, yeah. she looks less physically huge when she did. She's had a lot of surgery by this point, like, but by this point, she's already been IC champion. I think she would challenge for the belt again. Yeah, yeah. Didn't she have a challenge for, or wasn't she at least a... a a number one contender for the world title but it didn't go anywhere yeah Russo was very much pushing for her to be champion she's got the the lukewarm tag that was a blatant kick to the no, balls to Christian going for a powerbomb not bad well he did land on his neck so yeah by any definition that's a good powerbomb oh, oh nice catching edge in a set of powerbomb so you say she, she's got the thing is she's just a bit awkward movement wise oh, oh double low double low blow to edge and Christian Oh, and spring. Well, that was but, crap. Yeah, it was. It was. That oh. was good. Edge goes with Bailey. Like I said, I, I said about China earlier on, her ma- quality of her matches depends on who she's in the ring with. And she's in the ring with three solid workers right now. Yeah. So we can cover up her wrestling graceful qualities. <laughs> at, least, at least... Oh, oh, oh. nice. Well, there was a sidewalk into the reverse DDT there. Like, yeah. You don't think of Edge and Christian as having double team moves, do you? But we do on occasion. Yeah. Oh, and oh, DQ. Yeah. China cannot be pinned. <laughs> She's too big of a star at this point. Well, there you go, your mama Sita took a kick and. Get a Oh. 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 <laughs> Eddie and China fending off the tag team champions. God, I hated that music. Yeah. I hated this whole bloody thing. Well, just them the pairing up the match. The men pairing up. Yeah. I hated that. I hated Eddie. I hated China at this point. We didn't even deserve to have a fucking title oh, match. Here comes Crash here. He shake it up the AP's beer. Oh, he got absolutely murdered by Bradshaw and Raw. Oh. Because like he paid them to protect him while he was uh while he was uh asleep and then they buggered off after an hour and that's when Briscoe pinned him. So I'll say he's angry at the APA and wants his money back. He, he poured beer on Bradshaw's head and then Bradshaw just stiff the fuck out of him at a match. <laughs> oh, he just sprayed beer over her. Fruk. He got Farouk's cigar wet. Oh, <laughs> shh. <laughs> this goes back to Rolik. Farouk was being nice to. <laughs> Farouk was being nice to Crash on Raw. And then, like, when Bradshaw goes to beam, I goes, Bradshaw, remember, he's just a boy. And then, like, he's Fraser's laughing, and then he goes to open his beer, and Crash is playing, they're like, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> no, Vince is yelling at Shane, and it's a, 
Do you know, Briscoe, you're getting paid a lot of money by Vince. You could have paid to hide that bald spot. How much money would it have cost them to buy a hat? <laughs> so they're looking at the basically they want Briscoe to do their bed and basically watch out for the rock and, and uh Tigers so they don't have to deal with them and uh Hell kill it fucking yes. Yeah, this is this is a quality period for the APA. This is the other they've got that big door that everyone has to knock on even though they could go around it. Bradshaw's carrying some beer out with him as the well. The thing is, right? Farouk Ron Simmons looks <laughs> fucking solid. Uh, Bradshaw Lloyd doesn't he look solid? Yeah. He could modulate you. You you would it's weird, you wouldn't think like this is a group that features like these guys drinking drinking beer, smoking cigar. This is a former world champion in Simmons and a future WWE champion in bloody Bradshaw. Yeah. Oh and let's not forget three time tag champs. Yes. They fought till two. They were told another. They'd get another reign in two thousand one. But I honestly thought they should have gotten better runs than they did because they never yeah, lasted that long. For like at extent, they had a run when they were in the ministry, right? Yeah, they had two in their ministry. One is the APN. Oh, because Crash with his big two Crash, by four. Crash, you're gonna get killed. Oh, he's, he's he broke a two by four over seven foot. <laughs> This is when, when Crash keeps getting compared to Elroy Jetson. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Oh. Take a big slam on the outside. Oh, no, Farouk's going to kill him. Like, throwing the... Uh, I just... We just said what I said. Farouk's <laughs> going to kill him. He went oh, nah. off the steps and got slammed. And now Farouk... I mean, these are two guys that work stiff. Oh, yeah, they do. Have you seen that public enemy match? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember he did that similar spine buster to Ken Shamrock back in 97 Ken started coughing on blood yeah. he got fucked up that much <laughs> no more beer oh Batra's more concerned about the beer <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I think he's going for a dominator here on the trash can. Oh, oh, oh. boys first. Flatten that trash can. Right. To be fair with Crash, he was good at getting beaten up. He really was. That's <laughs> <laughs> just annoying. He hasn't been a chance to fit, go through any of his beers yet. <laughs> I got six beers out here with me. I'm like a wee dick. I tried to be nice to you, but you brought this on yourself. I, I had to bother you. You had to take a whooping. There's a brief question. It's a, it's a f- what, sorry what? to cut you, but it's a damn fucking shame that man never won the title. Farouk. Farouk, yeah. Damn shame. I mean, I know he was WCW champion, Ron Simmons, mm-hmm. but he had every right to be he only a got, single shot. The champ. only real shot he got it was when he fought Taker at King of the Ring in 97, I believe it was. Yeah. And, and he, he fought once or twice for that IC, didn't he? I believe so, yeah. He got a match against. Uh, well, he was in the tournament with Mark Merrill back in 96. Mm. Uh, well, let me ask you a big question. Oh, hold on. Do we have oh, slam, of the, slam of the week? Bricks. Brought to you by Midas. Oh, this fucking thing. Oh, oh. And I wonder why Benoit had such damage to his head. Yeah, because he took straight shots to the head. Oh. So basically, Val Venus wanted to fight whoever won the, the Magic Judgment Day for the tip for the IC title, right? I don't know, it's been a second as a limo pulling up. Who's in the limo? If, if you won the lottery, would you buy a limo? 
I'd like to drive around a limo just once, at least. Maybe not buy one. Why would you? Yeah, buy one. Imagine walking down your street, just regular, regular more, regular more, limo, regular more. Like, no, who's no. the one with all the money? I wouldn't leave it there, I'd, I'd have it pull up outside my, my council flat and go. You still live with the council flat, even Hell with the yes. limo. I would live in the council flat and buy all the other flats so everybody had to pay me the rent. So, uh, in case anyone missed, uh, it was just Triple H and Stephanie pulling up and they're annoyed about something, I don't fucking know. So, let's use before. Cares. Unless he's before he had a beard gut tits and was a, you know, an AEW joke. Oh yeah, he's a joke now. Right, but oh, this is when he was still cool. Bye. Uh, Valvius wanted to fight the winner of Jericho Benoit at Judgment Day, so on Raw, Benoit fought him to the title, then when Hardcore got involved, and then uh, Jericho came in battered Hardcore Holly. Hardcore Holly's really showing why people don't like him, because he's been a dick the last yeah. few weeks. Basically now Jericho looks like a clone of Vince Neil for fucking Motley Crue and that is not something you want to look like. I'll take your word for that. Oh, no. No. So now basically I think the guys who are all fighting for the IC title or wanting to fight for the IC title are all going to battle each other. You got Jericho who people care about and then Val and Harper who no one gives a fuck about. Valcor. <laughs> Val knows the thing about Hardcore given his profession in kayfabe. Yeah, he was an asshole, wasn't he? I mean, how his gimmick was, he was a porn star. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, according to Jericho, this is for the number one contendership for the ICT. A lot of people did say Val Venus was an asshole. He is an asshole. He'd be mad, conspiracy theory, wanker. How dare you interrupt him? Again, Parkour, how do you like me now? I never did. Yeah, no one liked it. Oh, well, I wonder how many people remember he was tag champs with Cody Rhodes, you know? I remember. I remember. I remember. Probably remember because I have the DVD of Night Champions 08 where they lost it to Cody and DBS saying that we're yeah, swerve. That would lead to the formation of a legacy. It was, yes. Oh, Val's. Is he, is he cut his hair or is it just from a different angle? Just from a different angle, I think it was all slicky slick. Oh yeah, he's got his hair pointed. Because I know in a couple of months he will cut his hair. And come out to weird shite music. Weird shit techno music. Yeah. Like if you're in a nightclub you would even dance to that kind of music. No, you'd be at the bar. Like I think it's one of the times uh, Trish Stratus becomes his manager. Yeah, I remember that. You know, I, I know there's hundreds of Trish Stratus fans in the wrestling world, but I don't believe she ever did anything of note or good. So just I'm, saying. I, I've heard just opinions a lot of times. I'm just enjoying hardcore getting the shit beat everyone. Yeah, that's great. Oh, here we go. I'm taking some stiff shots, probably what he deserves. Val and Jericho bitching at each other. <laughs> he fell out. <coughs> Weirdly, I know Val's kind of vague what he's up to. I know Jericho's in AEW. I have no idea what hardcore's doing, man. I don't know what hardcore's doing. I know Val's a like, weed seller or something now. Yeah. Val Venus, he sells I, 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 no, I say, I'll say who is like a mad bastard online and uh, not a lot of people like anymore. No, he's a kid, but at least he's no fucking Ryback. Oh, yeah. But well, that, well, you're glad he's not fucking Ryback now? No, <laughs> no very funny. Mine was funnier. Ryback's an asshole. Oh, yeah, he's definitely an he's asshole. He's definitely an asshole. <laughs> Someone has a sense that he's lying, chop him. <laughs> 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 oh, that tickles me. <laughs> oh, nice drop to hold. 
Here we go. And Scud them on his ear. Rabbit punching the fucker. It's very obvious to the crowd care about here. Very loud Y2G chance. Have you noticed some of them look like potato punches as yeah. uh, Piper used to describe them. I don't think he got away to like them either. Yeah, potato, I think that's the phase when you, you actually punch somebody like Hardcore. Uh, I think Hardcore's known for and stuff, so I think they're just giving it back to him. Ah, uh, aye, because Jericho was stiffing him with the punches there. Oh, he'd, he, oh, he'd be forgiven for forgetting at this point in time that Val has already been both European and IC champ by this point. Mm. Oh, was and he ever tag champ? No, he was in the right to say when they're tag champs, but he wasn't one of the ones that was tag champ. It wasn't uh, a free kind of thing. I think it was Bill and Goodfather. But these, it's, it's, it's feel to spew random facts like that, which is why I get so many, so many women. <laughs> I was going to put it a different way, but I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to sound crude. Well, let's pop it up on another four local. A golden one. Ooh, it's good. No, no, it smells like uh, it smells like Red Bull. Yes. Yeah. I don't really rate Red Bull. Red Bull's not for me because I'm I'm more of a monster energy man myself. <laughs> I just gonna smell like it, like it's wine out here. Like I'm getting outs of, of Red Bull. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he's taking a time to it's <laughs> I'm getting hints of scaffiness, <laughs> high alcoholism, mm. eight, sugar. Mm. I'm getting around 8% here. <laughs> Wafting, hopping. Mm. You can tell how interesting this is to me at the moment. <laughs> Wafting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you, you think you took the bit too far? You, you took the bit too far. Paul's nearly choking a death on the floor. That's how bad she doesn't want to watch Valvius and Harker Holly wrestle. He nearly kicked <laughs> by choking a death on Paul Loco. Good. Yay. Yeah, you sound healthy, don't you? <laughs> Always. Oh. Jesus Christ, man. We never had that on being someone nearly die mid podcast. Hey. First time for everything. <laughs> anyway. We've actually talked about the time that Hardcore nearly won the ICT or technically won it, then it was their first kill at like the Rockers IC title read. The Rockers IC title read? Tag team title yeah, yeah. Two people could, make, could hold the IC title at the same time, it could happen. Well, Lee Cool held the fucking women's championship at the same time. Yes, I'd rather not remember that then, yeah. in their weird half, half belts each. Who the fuck thought that was a good idea? Was Vince Russo still working at the company at the time? No, so we can't even blame on him. Like, nah. it's, because we could blame on him, it's fun to blame things on him. Yeah, because Vince Russo's a diddy. Right. Oh. This, this match has actually been given a lot more time, because like, more than that, this period of time, especially for TV matches, is uh, known for being short. Or at least there are times where, like, because also SmackDown's still t- in advance, right? Yeah. There are times where, like, matches are so short that sometimes you wonder, like, was this edited down? And sometimes you can actually see weird edit. Yeah, okay, you can see the weird cuts. Yeah. But one time, sometimes it's not so obvious, but one time there was a Jeff Jarrett thing that clearly got edited down because one, one minute he's in the far left side of the ring and then the next minute he's, like, closer to the commentary side of the ring. Yeah. Like, how the fuck did he get from there to there in half a second? Did he teleport? He's Jeff Jarrett, he can do anything. So basically, it's been a lot of, like, gang up on Jericho the last few minutes. Now Val's been up to outside and... Hardcore with an admittedly nice drop kick is not down Jericho. <laughs> oh, 
Uh-oh. Yeah, catch Parker with a power bomb and oh. Oh, he's caught. He's he's going to put him in a fucking walls in the in the ropes. <laughs> and no DQ and a triple threat match. That so is as cool. That is the coolest fucking thing I've seen. He did that in the uh, the submission match against Benoit back at Judgment Day. That is so cool. Oh, oh. damn man. Valvius with a light draw to break that up. That was a good fucking sequence, sir. Someone threw their Godfather fan scene. I got someone say I've got a fatty for the whole. <laughs> well, there was a tag you, match. You can keep your skanky hose. I just want the fatty. There was a there was a tag match. Oh, Blue Thunder bomb by Val. You oh. tell you're an impact man. Blue Thunder bomb. Oh, I knew what Blue Thunder bomb was before I watched Impact. I know, but it sounds better when Eddie's doing it. <laughs> anyway. Right, the thing where Val Venus, no, the thing on Raw where Godfather gave paid Dimalenko <laughs> off with two holes, like, like, you know, like, you may be a man with a thousand holds, nice but my, my holds know a thousand positions. Nice leg drop off top rope and crash Hori in one. Uh, Argo had the leg drop to break up uh, Jericho, but even though the referee by all counts clearly stopped because he could see Parker about to come off the rope and then. So now Hardcore Holly, what everybody wants, is now the number one contender for the Hardcore title. Oh yay! <laughs> oh yeah, so he's going to fight Benoit on, on Raw. Two men who like to work stiff and beat the shit out of their opponents. Uh. <laughs> Fair Vince, like, he's good telling his woes to Stephanie and Triple H, he tried to run me over. <laughs> The rock's on his way here, Mr. McMahon. Oh, no. Look at the obvious seat in the background, that weird grey kind of background. Now uh, you see that? Always in the, the regime's locker rooms. <laughs> no, you don't. No. If you were doing, you would never get fucking outmaneuvered by a fucking wildlife company. <laughs> Yeah, dick. Oh, here we go, the high energy metal. Metaphor, meta cuts. The high energy machinate with Triple H lifting some dumbbell. Can this be counted as a machinate? This is from Raw. This is this doesn't happen on this night. Like it was a smack of a night, yeah. not this night, a different night, Monday night. <laughs> oh, I mean, I like watching this again. What been <laughs> scudded with the scud yaprek. This is in the the parking lot with the fish. Oh, another fancy car. Whose so car that, is that? Oh, I think by all counts it's the Rocks, I think. And oh, here it is. No, no. No, no, is Rocking an fancy shirt unbuttoned, even though he's outside. Who the fuck's that hanging around in the background? It's like fucking Midian in the background. You see that guy? Yeah. <laughs> he's just a guy stunned. He was having a smoke. He's probably just a guy who works in the parking lot. <laughs> Out here to have a bloody cigarette and a filming shit, for fuck's sake. I felt them, I'm no fucking moving, I'm gonna finish my cigarette here. So Vince again, like I said, once again, trying to stir shit between the rock and Tigger, trying to make them take each other out.
Oh, oh, you're touching the great one, man. You're getting ash on my computer. There you go, fixed it. Trust me, I've got enough issues with this fucking computer as it is. That has never worked when I were facing it. Although you don't please don't come in, you've got the night off. Oh, he's at the door there. But Let's pause that a little moment or just keep talking. I'll keep talking, I'll get I'll keep the running commentary going. Paul's gonna go into the door, rocks in the say. Oh. 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 Rock just smacked across the face. Vince has done a lot of swearing on tonight's show. Vince has done a lot. Oh, there's Taker. Jesus. Vince. Oh. I mean, no, it's maybe a watch along, but I'll I'll rewind it 10 seconds, right? 10 whole seconds. Well, Taker's been hanging around there outside of Vincent Seam, but this is what happened. That's no Taker. No, no, how? Not, not that, that's that same weirdo in the background, but this is what happened. Like, like he basically rocks the to Vince, hey, i got to tell you something. Come in a bit closer. I don't want the driver to hear. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. God. And then Vince starts calling my son of a bitch again, and then the beat's coming. Like, Vince has done a lot of. A lot of swearing on tonight's show, isn't he? Just effing and blind. And here come the, yeah. come the Hardy boys. Listen, before the drugs get a hold of you, Jeff. Yeah. Before the pies get a hold of Matt. <laughs> this is when Matt still looked attractive, you know what I mean? <laughs> so the singles match, I think Matt's competing. They were so fucking cool then. Yeah. That would be good for the collection too, one of the Hardy shirts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you've got a, a similar kind of thing with the they got around their arms with your you got there. Yeah. I don't know how to describe them. How would you describe them? Stripey mesh. Yeah, stripey mesh things around your arms. Yeah. They're in, <laughs> they're in the midst of doing their. Uh, just, are you Matt post the pies? You cheeky prick! <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I knew that was going to happen. You cheeky motherfucker! I'm going to, I'm going to burn your soul. How dare! S A D O S was very Shawn Michaels S chats there. Hey, the man's good looking. Even more. Leah's annoyed at S U S because he's team the Godfather. Leah caught him with some of the Godfather's hoes. It's all like it was maybe S A and the Godfather be. God via Dean and Saturn, right? But then Dean got paid off with two holes. He went, You may be the man of a thousand <coughs> holes. And I thought God was going to say, I'm the man of a thousand holes. Uh, come on. I, I thought he was going to say, I'm the man of a thousand holes. But he said, like, My holes, no, a thousand positions. And so Dean buggered off. It was two on one. And then Lita cost SA the match. I mean, you talked about a match between SA and, and Jeff from an episode of SmackDown yeah, yeah. and LA Heavy Time, which was excellent. So I'm hopeful for a good match here. Oh, come on. SA was good, man. Yeah, he's one of those guys. You, like he didn't do much on TV, but when the Spat Doing Games came out, you loved to play as him. Yeah, well, I knew a lot of people who played as him in the game. Oh, 
Oh, nice. Flipping over this red with a bit of yellow, yellow dragonish thing through wow. his gear. <laughs> don't, try, don't try to grab at people's arses, you've done that twice tonight. I know. Oh, he is a nice butt. <laughs> of course he did. Arkin Ron and has been kicked by Ethereus. Really should do more of this just running commentary through shows. Yeah, it's it. cool. Oh, he's going for a dive. Oh, 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 nice. Over the post. Landed on him. Arse first right on him. Which I'm sure you wouldn't complain about, but Matt probably does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and Matt would complain about it. I'm sure he would. Yeah. I mean, that was a great move. There's only a certain amount of people who could do that, because you got to clean just the turnbuckle and the post at the same time. and. Oh. Right, no, see, I thought he was just wearing shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Rios? Oh, yeah, but his knee shin pads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt's. Oh, oh, razor's edge. Kind of... Oh, that's oh, a powerball. That was nice. Yeah, that was a good move. Nice. I loved Matt's head at this point. Yeah. That's a king, man. <laughs> Matt's got a little bit of colour of his hair, not known for that, but he's, he's mo known most for just having like black hair. Yeah, but this was during the period when he had his hair like frosted and shit, it was cool. Yeah, well a lot of people had their hair kind of frosted, oh, nice. kind of frosted in the 2000s, even Michael Cole's got some frost in his hair. Yeah, oh. I always wanted those particular fucking baggy jeans, man. Oh, oh, if they put Leah in front of him. I don't want to get too presumptuous and spoil, potentially spoil something, but... I think this may be the SmackDown where Lita and the Harry's become an actual thing. Yeah. Oh, bad fucking endless stairs, man. There goes this, I don't know at this point that Matt and Lita were anything in real life, but you know, I think shortly after they became a trio, that that's when yeah. that real life relationship developed. But uh, let's see what happens at the end of this match. I don't want to get too presumptuous. Nah. It's just going for a minsult. He's great at these. Oh, nice. One of the best minsults. Oof. Nice. Hey, this is the kind of shit you should be having in the light heavyweight division, and oh. as Leah gets knocked down, just a fate. I said it first goal. Mm. I felt bad for saying this, right? But when when one of their first appearances together, they say that. Really, she likes to copy everything S.A. Rios does. I'm like, really? I didn't know S.A. Rios had an affair with Edge. <laughs> Did you not know? <laughs> oh, that was, that was a rumour all the time, you know? Yeah, uh, the message boards at the time. Oh, S.A. Rios is grabbing oh, Lita by the hair. what are you doing, S.A. Rios? It wasn't her fault you lost. I know. You're just a bit of a dick. <laughs> yeah, you'll be ugly ugly you fucked up. Hey! It's because she's more popular than you. Hey, it's not her fault she's wearing stupid shoes. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Well, you would come in too. It's like, that was a power hell of a powerbomb. Power she could take a powerbomb. Yeah, Leah was known for that kind of thing at this time. Not just a powerbomb, but just the fact she would take bumps. Oh! Oh, oh here you come with Hardys. Hardys are running You're a bit late. He's already hit the fucking nah, he's insult. already beat her up. But now they're going to batter him. Aye. You're not defending us. He's already took a kitten. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that was a bit harsh, King. What honour did Lita have? Oh, nice. Look like at a version of the heart attack Shut they had. Shut your legs, say. man. You're doing a fucking Mickey James there. <laughs> and then they're helping Lita now again. I think this is the uh, this is the point you pinpoint the beginning of Team Extreme right here. Yep. 
Right, gra gra grab a leg each and grab an arse, that's right, Jeff. Well, Matt's not claimed her yet. <laughs> <laughs> he but, has not claimed her yet. Pardon me, he hates saying that, but you know, it's, it's true. She's you know. grabbing his arse. Like, she, she's claimed him, but Jeff doesn't know it yet. <laughs> like, she's like, mine. All I can say is, I'm glad that son of Fucking okay, Vince has got Tourette's and night effing and bitching and all that. What's the betting that mm. that nice wee serving dish of food's going to go everywhere at some point? Oh no, they have this all the time. Barely anyone, like ex-pocket judgment day is one of the few times I've seen anyone actually take any food from that, like... Oh, it's always veg and hummus and weird dips and shit. Who the fuck eats hummus? <laughs> Rich people like the McMahon. This is Guinness. Olives and carrots and cauliflower and tomatoes tomato for olives. Like, Good I Christ, man. What a faggy serving plate. I know. A giant Triple H just volunteering Shane for a for a match for the Undertaker. Look at Shane's face, like, oh, well, uh, uh, I, uh, excuse me, while Shane's shaking himself, I'm gonna open myself up a kind of a uh, pink hooch, Look, raspberry I'm, and lemonade. I'm telling you, in twenty odd years' time, I'm gonna cause a rumpus at the Royal Rumble and get kicked out again. Ah, uh, becomes too cool. But as you watch more two things, if you realise just how over these guys, these guys actually were, not just Rikishi, but these two as well. Fucking R.I.P. Grandmaster. Mm -hmm. I loved him. Oh God! We just got a video course up on Rikishi's big ass. Yeah. Oh, an eight man tag, but Rikishi's not involved apparently. But. I have a second kind of pink cooch here. Can I offer it to you? Yes! Cool! Careful, it's been in my bag. It might... It might... Four pink pooches in local. <laughs> it, might, it might shake up a little bit, so give it a minute before you open it. Yeah! Shake it. And then just go... Don't do, don't do, a, do a crash hole. It just... <laughs> out come the... Yes. Deadly boys. Their faces, despite the fact they like to put women through tables. <laughs> the 2000 fans are weird. I swear at this point they look like bubbles for the Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> I've never seen Trailer Park Boys, I've heard a lot of people talk about it. It's, it's a fun show to watch. Is it a documentary or it's an actual script? No, it's an actual program. program like, like, no. a, like a documentary kind of thing? No, it's like, a scripted. It was a scripted thing, I didn't know if it was like an actual. Maybe these were actually people or these just no. different characters. No, it's a scripted program, it was good. I think it's just you got TNA. Oh, for God's sake. You know we would have got out a lot more without that. No, they would no, no, with 2,000 fans, they wouldn't. Ugh. They were just... They were lacking something. Like, basically, test after the... Uh, basically, test... <laughs> Done. Stop imaginary shooting people. I'm just trying to pop the airbags, you know what I mean? The test was fucked after the main man, so they, they, they did him dirty. Oh. I swear, 
love this version. This is a hell of a song. Uh, Run DMC though. Aye, Run DMC. It's one of the better things about this tie team of Rex, Pock and Roadrug and there aren't many things to find. Oh, these two will be broken up by SummerSlam. Like, they fight each other at SummerSlam. And nobody really cared. Nah. Tori. She's a skanko and all. I know, she screwed Kane over. Look I'll never you, forget. Look at you fucking six with your fucking love handles there. Fatty. It's very crazy. At that point, he looks like somebody's trying to sell you something in a club. Got the Xbox. Aye. Aye. No, I get like you, man, you buy this. Yeah. Like, not ah, you? No. <laughs> I guy you look at in the cat house or some sort of nightclub like, mate, it's just a bit sad that you're here from Go here. He's just got the guy you walk up to the chickies way and you go, you and better watch, he's put something in your drink. Bubbery's trying to chase Tony and put her through the table as all good baby faces right, so shit. Too cool and the Dudleys against TNA. put together team one and put together team two. Like, you two are in a faction, but you know his established tag partner's fucked and you're not doing anything and everyone hates you now. I think I think it's been a bit I think somewhat in 2000 is around at the time where X-Pac heat becomes a real thing. Maybe not here but it happens sometime in 2000. I'm along to Grandmaster <laughs> Easily even though they weren't all the greatest dancers, but easily Grandmaster was by far the worst dancer. His whole thing was doing a weird shovel motion as he went down the ring. A lot of people said that he was, that Test was both A, a wanker, and B, stiff. I've not heard a lot of things about him being a wanker. Nah, somebody said, see when he was on that ECW run? <laughs> like he had this whole grandiose idea that he was going to be the big shot in ECW and... Yeah. It was Sabu that said he was a dick. Well, because Sabu thinks a lot of people are dicks, to be honest with you. Ah, well, see, I, I get a bit uh, I'm sure a lot of people, actually, I've heard a lot of people do like this, but I've also heard, like, he had a match with Brock Lesnar in the semis of the 2002 King of the Ring. Yeah. And they, the screen is basically like, they both kind of stiffed each other because Tess was kind of jealous of Brock as the new, like, big guy. Well, come on, Tess was like a sort of. Tess was sort of like if you bought Morrissey on Wish. <laughs> <laughs> he is, that's who he's best with. Like, even so much so, like, remember when Morrissey was big cast in 2017 and he first went, uh When first he, went solo? Like, right, first went a heel, right? Somebody went, I imagine this is what Cass's solo thing would be. And it's basically saying, Cass, Cass, this is big Cass. Basically comparing him to Test. Uh, no, but Cass was good, man. And he's good as Morrissey. Yeah. Anyway, we're... So a lot happened in this match, there's a lot to keep up with. Grandmaster's in there with Rodo. He's going to always bounce on the ring, he's going to fucking do himself an yeah, injury. Grandmaster was a good wrestler, man. Yeah. He learned, so from, he learned from his daddy. That stupid dude, I mean. Jerry Lawler didn't do much wrestling, he did like a bit of some holds, oh, a big on. punch. Let's, let's, be, let's be modern bobags. Oh no, cultural appropriation, he's wearing a do-rag. I'm not, I'm not saying cultural appropriation, I'm just saying he looks like a dick. Just, it just doesn't suit oh, me. Oh, his do-rag fell off. And hey, you can for see some reason, Albert was sh- hugging him and shaking his ass at the same time. <laughs> well, so it's technically got part of the do-rag there. You can see the, the dread spit at the back, or is that part of his actual hair? No, that's, that's his bandana. That's his bandana. Oh. I'd like to see where you got his actual hair. He also is fucking frustrated. Everybody in 2000 is frustrated. That's why Albert's been a share of him. He's bald and he's jealous that he can't be frosted. 
Elbow's just annoyed that he's fucking his boy isn't he wrestling anymore. Hmm. You know, Prince Albert and Jaws. Oh yeah. Ugh, where you go, you skank? Can you help us sell in this this time period by focusing on a set of jugs? Because of a dirty bath, everybody was a dirty bath at this time. That annoyed me. Or people being dirty baths. Aye, because. Oh yeah. You know, I was interested in all the madness. I just wasn't interested in all the fucking skankos with massive tits and camel toes. That's all it was. In a way, it's right. Hmm. Mm, tag. Well, see, I had to put the hole through a fucking table. See here and there where he stays punches a Oh, I love that move. All wrestlers who do, like, make noises when they punch people, like, Bubba the Dees. Did you not love the Bubba Bomb, though? Yeah. So it does not hurt your arse as much as it hits the other guy's arse. Oh. You had the crowd there all chatting 3D in anticipation. Mm. Oh. Oh. He's got he got Scotty going for the warm. You oh ah eh. Hopefully that's now become a thing the WRM bit as well. Hey, got it. And oh, you go for the hip hop drop. Tennessee Jam. The hip hop drop at this time. <coughs> I can't even remember who's legal at this point. Is it but maybe Bubba Ray? Maybe Bubba Ray's legal at this point, you dafties. He got tied in. Nobody knows. Oh, comes. there he is. Ah, here we go. What's up? Not even, they, don't, they don't do the what's up yet. Like, I don't I don't know when they exactly start doing it, but like, and yet, they, do, they don't do it when it's relevant. Like, they don't start doing it when it's relevant. I get to do it long after that what's up was relevant. Oh, refs got bumped by Albert. And it's Teddy Long, big Teddy Long referring a tag team match on SmackDown. Yeah. All the odds. Run, skank, run. Hey, well, Teddy Long, you're in the referee on the match on SmackDown. It's going to be an eight man tag team match. Do you think if he'd have been properly utilised, Albert could have been a strong mid card? Mm. Oh, here comes big, big Keish. I'm not really sure about that. He got a nice title run all but briefly, but. When? Oh, oh. Like 2001, I think. Super kick on Road Dog. Rikishi. Big Rikishi clearing house though. We love to see it. Oh, oh he's backing his arse up. Oh. Into the 3D. 3D on Xbox. What a transition. The referee's not even noticing oh, Rikishi. Oh, oh, oh no. He got a close up of Rikishi's arse though. I'd, uh, I'd brace yourself because I'm sure at one point someone's going to get a stink face in a second. Baba just pointing at Rikishi there. If you fucking put that arse anywhere near me. And Scott, Scotty caught his ball hair on something now. You know what I love about Scotty? His ability to keep his hair spiked up like he's just been like, like he's just been his finger in a socket, his hair went off, has he? Oh, are they gonna do Are they gonna do the dance? Do the thing. Do the thing. That was all clapping along. Like, you know, think nowadays people would think, oh, this guy, I think we get killed out here. No, like, this is the idea of some of the. Like harshest fans, right? And yet they all want to see some lads just dance, and yet a come out like this nowadays would die in its arse. Well, I doubt he maybe. Oh, we're gonna get the Dudleys to dance. It's all the same thing at Insurrection. I think, yeah, yeah, I'm cool with that. Oh, 
Uh, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to dance again. I thought Rikishi kept steaming her lockdown no matter how long he was with the dun- is, was uh, too cool. Has Devon got a big fucking, like, scar in the back of his dome? I don't know, I think in later he'd have yeah, a lot of... No, I think it's Terry's hair's cut. Oh, a big fucking scar. I think it's just shaved in, like, there's a big... I think it's just a weird haircut. I, I know Devon's got a lot of scars, you know? Well, in the forehead, yeah, because he bladed a lot of the... Yeah. No, that's just his hair. Mm. Oh! No, they got their glasses with no lenses, and they put them on too cool. <laughs> cool. Mm. Scotty looks like Mary a geek. Oh! And then the W's have got two cool shades. <laughs> Papa looks dumb as shit. <laughs> Dude. Oh, well, I want to dance now. Imagine if he wore those glasses and still had his stutter gimmick. Uh. Like, 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 uh, <laughs> dance, bitches, dance. Dance for us. There we go. Oh. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so cool. Bubba, right. Bubba, like, oh, I'm dancing. I'm a dancing. <laughs> Oh. Uh. Oh, okay. Bubba's doing the Macarena. Bubba right up play. He's doing the Macarena. Shake it, Bubba. Shake hey, it. Macarena. <laughs> I love Bubba. Bubba's doing something with his he's, legs. He's game, man. He's game. That's like me after a couple of drinks when I go into a club, like. Oh no, you dance like that? <laughs> well, not like exactly like that, but it's somewhat. Oh no, man. That's no. not much better than that. Like, you should have seen me in Manchester, mate, honestly. There you go. Lots of sparklers I w- as well. I wonder if Lucio's ever watched this back and see your dad having a dance. You they know? did like an old school Raw where Rikishi and the Uso did a dance. Aye, aye. Shane getting ready for his match later on. Yeah. Honestly, next time me and my friend, like, or now my pal Stevie, who is side do, I went on, right? He's doing a homestag on the 4th of June. I'm going to see a group of the guys, like, lads, let's get on the dance floor a bit after a couple of drinks. Let's all do this two cool dance one. Everybody in the centre, who's doing the warm? Oh. You can do the warm. Yes. Maximum RC Edge Maximum Power Cola. RC Edge Cola, Royal Crown. Which just sounds like the, uh, another name for basically another a shit RC like knockoff cola kind of drink. So while, whilst we're in the interim, I'm going to have to go and use the little wrestling fans room. <laughs> it's basically a recap of a, a, a rematch from Judgment Day that Ango oh. and Edge in that one. Keep me posted. Ango's coming out now. Come on. Hairy Angle, Baldy Angle, or Wig Angle? Hair Angle. Hair thinning wow. angle. I will, I will hurry back. Do 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 do. You got a microphone as per usual. What's our American hero gonna say? Uh huh. 
Oh, he's remained this many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How humble of you, Kurt. Challenging Ben Wolf for the IC belt. So, two heels going at basically like they did in Insurrection. Doom. Crispin Mott is here and he's really mad. Crispin Mott is here and he's really mad. So, uh, Angle's fighting Chris Ben Wolf for the, uh, the IC title. What now? Yes, now, right now, here. Oh, he's got it. Yeah. And a mad knee brace. Yes, he got his knee fucked up by Holly and Jericho and all that. That's great. Is oh, it? this must be long before his brain turned to cheese because he still looks like he has facial emotions. He's one emotion, just constant rage. Angle had his be promo, he's like, you know, he'd been doing that gimmick where he was talking about abstinence, abstinence, like, you know, you know, preaching abstinence, opposing my friends, and Christians, one thing, like, I'm an Olympic gold medalist. I'm better than most people. You can't possibly understand. But he went, he went, it's been a long time since I've, I've had gold around my waist. That's a good wrestling single that he's got on. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that one very often. It's a lot of American flags all stitched together randomly. Just, it just basically screams, America! Yeah, well, is it's that not what early Angle screamed? A lot of his gear screams America. Angle himself screams America. And early Benoit's gear said, Crippler. Yes. Oh, I've seen that sign you were talking about now. He's lying. Chop him. Chop him. <laughs> I think everybody's oh, all everybody's, everybody's got all their signs like at the start of the show, but most people just put them away as soon as they sit down. <laughs> Whereas most people just occasionally just other people think, look at my wee sign, I'm funny. This'll be a great match. Yeah. You know it will be, at least you could always put on a great match. Yeah. Even some of the the work the lesser like Ben Wango matches are still all better than most. Like because even there they've had some TV characters are just pretty much very short because of T V time, but like they still put out something great. Oh, they go ahead and then a clothesline full, overhead full perfect <laughs> clothesline there. Despite the fact this is like a, a, a heel v heel match, which sometimes doesn't always work, but this is really good. He is. What an angle in the early going in this one. Uh huh. I think some of their better matches would come like. Like all one onwards, like they have some great series in all one, then in all two during the SmackDown brand split era. Mm. They had a great match. Well, so I've heard, I've not watched it, but I watch it from yeah. uh, from uh, Royal Rumble 03 when Angle was defending the title against Benoit. Did he win? No, Angle won. Is no, that's what I mean. Did Angle win? Yeah, Angle Good. won. Because uh, then he went on to fight that year's Rumble winner, which was Lesnar, and his. Poorly thought out shooting star press. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big Tommy's stiff chops here, like, 
Ben Wilson oh. say like, yes, I will chop him. <laughs> Kick. Scud. <laughs> if he get in Ben Wilson's face there, Angles. Oh. Angles gone. Oh, nice. You know, being the Olympian, like, it's surprised he hasn't gone for the knee more so mm. far in this match. Stiff chop for Benoit. Another stiff chop. Some woos in the crowd. As with most chops. Yeah, when, when do you not see a chop that is accompanied by a woo? Yeah. Like, Flair didn't invent the chop, but I think he's what a lot of people... Basically, don't we think of US wrestling chops? Who was the original Nature Boy? Buddy Rogers. Buddy Rogers, that was it. Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. Why? Because I... I was, you know how usually a wrestler isn't getting permission for using moves or gimmicks? Yeah. Did Flair have to get permission from Buddy Rogers to take the Nate gimmick? I don't think he got permission. I think somewhere two other people took the day. Like, I don't think The Rock got the pressure from Don Morocco. It'd be called The Rock because Don Morocco used to be called The Rock. Yeah, in the, the Rock Don Morocco, yeah. Well, he didn't really need permission because that was just an abbreviation of his name, you know what I mean? Yeah, the Rock. And a lot of people don't want to remember Rocky Maivia. Oh no. The blue chipper. <laughs> With his poofy hair. What was his finishing move? Shoulder breaker. Yeah. Or roll up depending on the match. Didn't he have some really gay off the rope off the corner buckle finisher or some shit like that? I've, I've avoided a lot of Rocky Maivia stuff, you know what I'm Bridging suplex by Ben yeah. don't, don't you remember some of Rocky Maya Maivia's Fucking phenomenal IC title defences like against the Sultan. And Savio Vega. And Savio Vega. I mean, I'm sure the next thing in your house when we talk about Fire 4 in a, a oh, couple of weeks. Oh, nice. I loved it when Ben, when Angle did that. Yeah. I think right, it, run up onto the turnbuckle, flip Ben. Oh, here comes oh, Crash fuck fucking off. Holly. No, it's Hardcore Holly, really? Like uh, fuck yeah. off, Hardcore. Fuck off, Baldy. Fuck off, Bob. We back to your spot, plugs your cunt. Oh, stiff as fuck, chair shot to the skull on angle. No protection, man. No. Not at all. Oh, oh, thank Christ, he never hit him. <laughs> One less damaging chair shot to his brain. Oh! But fuck you, Hardcore. Fuck you, Hardcore, you took a stiff one. That chair's bent now. No, it wasn't the angle's fault. Why has Hardcore Holly been so prominent in the IC scene the last couple of weeks? Like, no one wants to see you as IC champion. Go away. Just go away, man. Let's see this. Oh. Oh. Right on the forehead. But this one. Mm. Oh, right in the dome. Echoing throughout the whole building. Oh yeah, I was like saying that that match on, on Raw, Billy. I don't care. <laughs> Business week featuring Linda McMahon One and Kane. One Sockham Company. Kane and Linda McMahon looking like the, the odd couple from an upcoming sitcom. She's pointing at me one touch and I'm like, see him? He's Kane. See like, him? He's like, Kane. Okay, what are you like? Like, she's a daughter. She, she's, she's the wife of a billionaire. He's a man who likes to set things on fire. How will he ever get along? And I wonder, was this before or after you decided to introduce head cheese, you silly prick? Well, this is after he held head cheese, but like, now all of a sudden Alice decided he wants to be serious and be like C. Blackman. Good. How briefly that would last. That would have been good, though. 
Oh, he's taking on Bill Buchanan. I mean, I like Bill, but uh, I've been holding him long enough. I'm going for a piss. Okay, I will. I will keep up with this here. Please keep the. the no, no. I, w- I will say though. I will say most definitely that. I, I really think we dropped the fucking ball with Steve Blackman. I thought Blackman was fucking cool, man. I thought Blackman was the wrestling equivalent of plain toast. That's why he was a bit crap. Anyway. I like plain toast. Of course you would. Anyway, excuse me, I've held in long enough. You keep, you okay, keep you, go, you, go and, you go and do your biz. I will continue here. So we've got Bill Cannon coming in here. Proto-shield, proto you know. Al Snow pulling off his Steve Blackman look. Oh. No, oh, we got we got a tie up from Al Snow. Oh, I'm really not so good on my own, and I need the commentary tie up here. But there you go. Oh, good slam by Bill Cannon. Stiff shots. Oh, off the rope. Oh. Stiff punch by Snow to Buchanan. Oh, oh. Oh. Al Snow will the dominance at the moment. No, I was personally liked Al Snow myself. I thought he could have been really quite high up in the mid card. But I suppose I'm in the minority there. Same with Steve Blackman, if I'm honest. Love to know what some of you people think out there. You know, I was just saying, I quite, I quite, I would just love to know other people's opinions on that. Like where they thought of Steve Blackman, you know. It's such a curious introduction to the dub as well, you know, like a so-called kayfabe fan coming in and attacking the bulldog yeah and he he took did he not take the spot on the US team at Survivor Series because the Patriot could not probably I think he was on the team Patriot was supposed to be on the team but he yeah. took that injury then is there anything on the match between Al and Bill that I've missed really anything not particularly like there's been some it was good initial offence from Al and then Bill took a little bit of the sense and now it's just just typical back and forth you know just Al dressed as Al's dressed as Blackman and Bill's basically a bit dressed as the boss man here. Well, I, I said Proto-Shield. Yeah. You know, because this was around about the time, Proto-Shield. Well, the boss man, I think, would be gone within about a year or so, wouldn't he? Well, well he popped back up in 2002 on, on Rod, the start of the Brad's Club, but, like, I don't know where he was in 2001, so maybe he did bugger off. Yeah. Uh, maybe he got injured, I don't know. But it would be... Un- it would unfortunately pass in about... O two, o three, maybe, I think. O four. Well, I think because he gets inducted in the Hall of Fame in 04, but by then he's already passed. No, no, no yeah, passed in 04, I'm, I'm talking sake. Yeah, yeah. He, he wouldn't pa- be inducted until ye- many years later, actually. Yeah, he passed in 04. I don't know who I was thinking of that in 04, but. Oh, oh big clothesline nice. for Bill Buchanan. Agile for a big man. I, I, I thought, like, much like Blackman, I thought that Buchanan could easily have been elevated a little more than he was. Bill Buchanan's son is in NXT now. Yeah, uh, he's, he? he wrestles under the name Brooks Jensen, and he Brooks Jensen. Yeah, so his initials are BJ. <laughs> <laughs> a a, a tight team to a wrestler called Josh Briggs. So it's JB and BJ. 
Good God. And he lost me. Maybe it's the character he's been given, but he's a bit bland. He's, his son, his so son's what, not like his son is not like his dad. So what is Bill doing these days? Is he still involved in any kind of way in the wrestling business, or is he just? No, I think he left the wrestling like shortly after his WWE run kind of ended. Yeah. So he never had any brief stint in the, the WCW. No, no. Or TNA, I don't think. Well, I suppose WCW was done pretty much by last yeah, point. Because he was there till 2003, he was B squared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember now. <laughs> yeah. This was a lot better gimmick for him, though, I think. But if the boss man hadn't gone, they could have gone somewhere with this. And these guys had a feed with a couple months ago with the APA. Yeah, and who's to say, right? Here's the way you could have spun this, right? Blackman's serious as fuck. Yeah. Imagine a proto shield by Blackman, Bossman, and Buchanan. That'd be interesting to watch. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't This is super kick there. Back in Blackman, I can uh, Buchanan in the corner. There's Blackman's there's on Blackman the coming in just to keep an eye because Bossman was coming up. He's just coming. Oh, in here. oh. with a nice stick and scissors nice, kick. Nice, good sizzle kick. You see, Buchanan was good in ring. Yeah, I, I never doubted Buchanan's oh. in ring ability. Nice stick shot, scissors kick, and Buchanan Bossman. Buch- Buchanan is under the radar and he's in ring ability. Oh, he really is. Man. He does cut some weird facial expressions oh. though. And Here comes the boss man with a nightstick again. Being a black man, and I wish I could be, could feel sorry for him. But I don't. <laughs> That's right, you do your wee faggy dance, Shane. Here's Shane getting hyped up for his match. He's getting jiving like, oh, oh. Undertaker, Undertaker's gonna kill him. Oh, yes, he mean Sally <laughs> You and Triple H just standing there going, Yeah, you're gonna die. And Vince standing there going, I really want to hold a massive set of jugs. <laughs> I think you said he's he's like me, he's like it's there, he got a big set of grapefruits. He's rich, she's beautiful, she's got huge tracks of land. land. Me and Sally to this running thing during the shows, because also often at the start they announce what the main event is, right? So then we look at the match before the main event and the idea of like, I think I made that announcement uh, that this is what would be in the main event. So I then announced this midway through the show. The main event of SmackDown this week and Kayfay would have been... Simba the giant killer. That's what Shane's called him right now. But Kayfay, Paul, if this match hadn't been announced, then the main event of SmackDown would have been Bill Buchanan v. Elsinore, which as good as Bill is, I don't think this was a good. that would have been a good enough main event. <laughs> No, it would not have had the star pull, no. No, definitely But it, not. as a wrestling match, well, it, it was a decent, decent match. It had a decent finish, at least. A decent finish. I think I think at this point, Bull was a bit more polished in ring than Al was. Or I mean, Al, Al was Al, allowed to be. Al, Al was polished. He, he was a bit of a veteran at this point, even by this point. Yeah. He'd been wrestling in the territories and shit. Well, you know what the dub was like? We, we would usually tell you, like, you can wrestle like this, but not show off this. Yeah. You know? This is the chat that we made him call him be killed him to be Simba or his console Simba. <laughs> what was it? Shane's a Shane's a pussy. Shane a <laughs> A Shane bar? Yeah. I want that shot. What a WF attitude. Come get some, I want that. I must have it. <laughs> I know on eBay it'll probably cost me three figures, but I want it. 
That one, not sure. Oh, I, you notice he's coming to an ad to your shirt, not his shitty Shane McMahon jersey shirt, so that he becomes the money on them and all that crap. Yeah, that's good. Oh, he's going to show us what happened at Judgment Day. What happened? Well, Bill Buchanan held the big show down while, while Shane pushed a giant amp on his leg. Oh. And then Shane hits a, a big uh, a big cinder block which crumbles immediately like fucking dust oh, they no show you, you didn't they didn't show you the big cinder block that immediately crumbled and right, dust but, no you didn't do it on your own Bill Buchanan done it for you and then before that you had Bossman and TNA getting involved yes. well he's a heel you know he's a course. I know but oh there's the cinder block See the back of his shirt there? Yeah. He's all there. Which way did he go? Which way did he go? On the back of it. <laughs> Love how Bill Buchanan's counting along with him. <laughs> Do you mean testing Albert or testing Albert and that thing that came with them? Well, oh, but Trish was there. She actually got picked up by a big show in a choke slam and thrown to the outside. They caught her, but you know. Pity. <laughs> Wait, where did he go? Here comes the Undertaker. It's an accurate statement to Shane McMahon. You've done it now. You've gone and made a big mistake. And now you're going to get battered for it. I'm not even bored because I can barely hear his bloody entrance anyway. So. And she's immediately shaking himself. When was he? No. Shane's a dingleberry. No, how long? I think my can's going to last longer than this match. <laughs> well, well, let's see where we are. We are at one twenty-two, and we go. Uh, we're on. We're one twenty-three now. We just got over, and there's four minutes left of this episode of SmackDown. What do you say? Either there's going to be a whole load of hee-haw and silliness or else Undertaker's just going to kill him. Or he's going to run away. Uh, my vote is for hee-haw and silliness because that is the staple of this, this era. Yeah, yeah. Hee-haw and silliness. Taker's not even taking off his jacket. Like, I don't even need to take my jacket off. Like, this isn't going to take long. And <laughs> the rock was told to take the night off so yeah I'm sure he I'm sure he heeded that advice oh, of course of course he did yeah but the Undertaker would not even take his jacket off wearing a particularly loose denim shirt to hide the fact he's got a bit of belly at the time and this period you wouldn't think oh these two will face each other at Wrestlemania in the future and an oh. overall really near 30 minute fucking hell in a cell match scuddied him one right hand just took down Shane as it should be like oh so then she knew that he couldn't go with other wrestlers bloody hell wasn't trying to make himself a big shot just boop 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 yep classic Undertaker punching the fuck out of him quite ironically he's wearing a come get some shirt uh, I think the Undertaker came and he's getting himself some you want some? fuck it Taker's just looking down, I'm like, you are pathetic, I could finish you any time I wanted. 
is it, is it going all too perfect for the good guys here? Like something's going to happen that's very screwy. Oh, here it comes. I spoke too soon. Wanky, wanky, bang, wank. There you got the you got Triple A, Xbox, Road Dog, and a weird visual of 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 Stephanie carrying both the WAF and women's title. Mm, that would have been a frightening prospect. Yeah. Oh, come on, you barely felt that, surely. I know. It's a very weak looking choke slam. You got a Triple H while Xbox was. No, I was failed. I mean, I mean, when I mean, Xbox went to hit him. I'm saying, I'm sure how weak that was. He failed to even stop him from hitting a choke slam on a, on a Triple H. Fans chanting for Rocky. Vincent Mans getting set to get involved. Oh, and Rocky, you've got less than fucking two minutes to get your ass in there now. How funny would it be if the Rock just actually just decided I'm gonna fuck off now? But he didn't hear come. No, you see, he knew he was coming, you knew Vince was gonna pull that stupid face. This is the Rock show is the Smith. Rock just didn't need to be jogged to the ring. Needing to Lay move it. enough to make his shirt billow. Punchity, 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 punch. I know you can fight with that. Lay a thing the smack down. Out you go, dick. Well, you can, you can battle them now, we've got the oh. less of them. So, we're always seeing punches from both Rock and Taker. I just, no, I just always found that funny, like, oh no, I'm, I am getting overpowered by these, these group, and then, oh no, somebody's came out, the fact somebody's running up the ring has given me extra power to fight back. Oh. Oh, Tombstone. Which is weird because the first year of American Bass, he wouldn't do the Tombstones often, like, this is where a bit of time he'd introduce the last ride as a move. Yeah. Which is a hell of a middle last round. Oh, it I really think. is. Out you go, you wee dick. Tigger and, and Rock stand until in the ring. I believe sometime next in the next week or so, Kane makes his return. Mm. This is a very interesting main event for King of the Ring 2000. Oh. oh. There you go. Oh, where's Tigger going? Oh, he's coming back on his motorbike. I'm back on my vroom vroom That's how a motorbike should sound, you know. I don't smell it, I don't want to smell it, I never liked your bloody music. That's a bit harsh. Anyway, that's the the closing shot of the rock, posing the top, looking with a big serious face. These pointy side bombs. Yes. And that was the May 25th, 2000 edition. Of WAF Smackdown. Do you know? That went not half bad. Yeah. That went not half bad at all. I liked it. Mm. I liked it. <laughs> Triple H and his degenerates were a bit shite overall. <laughs> I mean, they didn't really do much apart from talk and fuck up. That's what, that's what they do at this time. They talk and then fuck up a little bit. So they go, ah, we're going to get you. Oh, fuck, no, no. And then some weeks they do get them and you're left, like, everyone's sad. And then you hope the next week, yay, they got battered again. Nah. That was fun, wasn't it? It was fun. That was, that was, that was fun doing my first, um, you know, Rogue Opinions yeah. show. Yeah, that was, it was good to have you on. I, wa- I wasn't even as fucking vulgar or controversial as I usually am on our show. Yeah, you know, you hear them say some shit about Trish and some other things like... But, you should listen to our show. Oh, he's, he is at his worst then. I, I would like to think I'm at my best. Just the thing you hear on his show, on our show, that's the stuff I keep in. Yeah, 
Like in this show, I had no choice, pretty much. You know, this is a watch along. Yeah, I, 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 I am very forthright on our show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one way to put it. But Paul, it was interesting. I mean, some matches, the ring product left a lot to be. Yeah, desired. some of it was a bit shit. But I, I will say, I like Bill Buchanan. I always liked him. Yeah. I thought he was very good in ring. Yeah, and there were some stuff that was good. Like you had. Uh, the triple threat match for the most part was solid. Angle Benoit was, oh, really that was good. That was good, yeah. Until mm-hmm. fucking Dickhead came in and ruined it. And then you had the cool dance off with Too Cool after the eight man tag. <laughs> yeah, that was good. And then, I mean, Tiger stuff just nearly trying to run over Vince and everybody in his path. Yeah. It was really funny. So, well, here's how we like to do things at the end of uh, the World we Just Matt doing review. I don't know if we did this uh, at Interaction, but. We do. We we also do the ratings that we do on our show that either double thumbs up, thumbs up, middle, down, or two thumbs down. But also, what I like to do on these these episodes is, if you look at this this episode, Matt doing look at one segment or match, and if you had to recommend just one thing from this episode to recommend to somebody to check out, what would it be from this episode, what and what be? would your rating be? Oh, the one thing I would say to look out for, just on purely as a match, yeah, just in the way it went, and it might be a bit. You probably disagree, you probably have your own. I'd say the Matt Hardy Essie Rayos match. Oh, I almost forgot about that, but yeah, that was a hell of a match. I'd say that one. Mm-hmm. That was a good match and a, you know, a sketchy finish because you think, go on, man, you don't need to do a wrong like that. That's yeah. not right. You know? Because, like, my, my level of, you know, like, Lita's up there. Lita's cool. She did yeah. some good shit. And... Tris somewhere down, and I'm going to do my Cartman here. Yeah. Trish somewhere down. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. We are here. Trish. Maybe here. Yeah. Maybe here. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But no, um, I, I really enjoyed that match. I would yeah. recommend, like, that. I recommend, you know, I, I thought Bill Cannon was probably the best thing in that match. I really didn't do a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> Neither did Bossman or, or uh, Blackman. The but, old Bill. But, um, no, that shit was good. Uh, main event. Wasn't much fun, that's at all. The main event it? was basically a continuation of a storyline. Let, let's put it, that's the best way you could put that. Uh, like, like you say, the tag match. Yeah. Like, that was a lot of fun, and the dance off was fun. <laughs> it was all good. It was it was basic uh like early like early thousand smackdown fair and I thought like if you were giving it a thumbs rating mm-hmm. a reasonable thumbs up it was a good yeah. show. Both got a single thumbs up and I think I'm gonna give it a single thumbs up there. Not just because we were watching while having a, a drinky a, li- a little a little libation. But like it was typical like two thousands fun you know you had Taker yeah, make it like miserable for the McMahon's and everything like oh so, we, we never talked about that whole opening segment yeah, that, that was, got fucking that, ran over was, I mean, you heard earlier on I was pissing myself at that, yeah. at that moment uh, remember when he climbed up the ladder and he fell off and he just caught his leg in the whole thing and then he was like ah, ah, squad I will again. hide here the magic box of hiding will protect me yeah that uh, I think I had to recommend one thing it would either be that opening segment or the, the Benoit angle match. Mm. I mean, despite the screwy, like, hardcore holly yeah, yeah. Up until Dickhead came in and ruined it, that was a really solid there's, match. There's a lot of fun stuff to be had in the show. I mean, Crash, Purple, he got killed by Farouk. Let me ask you this, then. You'd give that a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. 
How much higher? How much higher would you rate that episode of SmackDown than you would a current episode of SmackDown? Oh, you know. When you look at the current episode of SmackDown, I mean, it would depend what we're on the show because, like, well, if what, Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre were on it, I mean, they uh, they would have some good stuff, but even yeah. then, it would be maybe better than stuff because depending on what happened, like the Drew and and Reigns stuff, but like top stuff, women's wise, is either is like Ronda Charlotte who aren't good at talking at all. Well, actually, the top stuff, sort of like ability wise, <laughs> women's wrestlers. The minute you've got you've got Bianca, who's pretty solid. Yeah, she's on Raw now. But no, like, I'm just talking like yeah, wrestlers. Yeah. You know, you got Bianca, you've got fucking Becky, you've got fucking you've got Rhea. Yeah, you know, Rhea's solid. <laughs> was, and like you say, Charlotte and, uh, and Ronda, Ronda and but, shit. So I mean, you got women's tag. There's two women's tag heads are currently signed in women. So if they were doing something something worthwhile, or if there was an icy tail, that's because Ricochet's been doing. Who's the women's tags? Uh, Bet Banks and Naomi, <sighs> and like they've been doing some decent stuff with Ricochet in the IC belt. He had a decent match, but I'd probably say on average maybe middling because like, like, like I could kick both their asses on their own. Yeah, middling yeah, for a and now we have to smack them because I don't really watch SmackDown in full nowadays. But like, nah. but you and I just sit there and watch the infill uh, and episode SmackDown we, from two thousand. We enjoyed it from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Some of it was a bit screwy, a bit yeah. Not, but I mean, that's the thing. A SmackDown for that era, you could just sit and you could actually enjoy it. It was fun. I think the one thing we we're either maybe most negative about in some aspect, maybe because of who was in it, was like the China Eddie V Edge and Christian match but yeah, even then I wasn't yeah. even then the way they Edge put, and Christian were good even then the way they put it together was like not a bad match like the way China caught Edge into that power ball yeah and that's really good stiff clothesline she mm-hmm. gave yeah. Christian to smack that yeah so really in terms of fallout from like from Raw and Judgment Day there was a lot to enjoy <laughs> on this episode watching for me crash get annihilated by Farouk yeah take her taking no shit from Vince McMahon in yeah, that yeah, yeah, segment yeah. Taking out, like, I'm talking about the fucking the, the Smackdown mic cover thing. Uh, he just takes the mic, rips it off, he's like, right. You, you might you wish you like, take her, throw it to me, I want to add it to my collection. Yes. Be magical and throw it through the screen from 20 years ago, I'll catch it. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, like, I'll just say to Sam, the hell that episode of Smackdown for you to fucking miss, mate. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Sam. Because it was a, a really strong where, episode where, of Where's Sam going? Well, first he went to Cincinnati for a week or so, and then he went to New Orleans. New Orleans. So I don't know where he is now. I think he's maybe just making his way to New Orleans now at time before. So he went to Cincinnati, and now he's gone to New Orleans. Orleans. New Orleans. No. Is he going on a little sort of mini tour of the States or some such? Well, I think he said he's got, like, family stuff in, like, in oh, Cincinnati. Oh, that's cool, that's cool. And then just a couple of them are staying around and going to New Orleans because, like, New Orleans is known for kind of a good party yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, good, 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 good eating out here in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. But well, I, I do not personally know Sam. I don't yeah. think, but you know, enjoy your trip, Sam. Yeah, like be safe and all. Yeah, well, maybe we should get you, me, you, and him on episode SmackDown later on. Maybe for one of the pay per view reviews that we did from two thousand. Or he has expressed interest in appearing on our Impact show. Ooh. As he is also someone who checks out Impact and gives it his, it's just Hey, a, I, like, I like him well, already. I mean, I don't know how much of the week-to-week he watches, but he does say, like, whenever the past couple of months, whenever our specials come around, he and I have been on a similar page about the quality and yeah, yeah. how a lot of this stuff tends to deliver. Oh, yeah, I, li- I like the guy tenfold now. He's a good <laughs> cunt. He likes Impact. <laughs> I'm you, sure that, you lost some. You're a good cunt. I'm sure that would win you over. 
I've been warned that we talked about a few episodes of our show uh, have went on long. Sam also likes to talk a lot. And so an episode where all three of us would be like a fucking odyssey to record. Hey, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. <laughs> now you say that now. But <laughs> wait if if it actually happens, but that's been the would, would he be able to would he be able to sit for like the time we usually take for a show with my frankness law? <laughs> it's the question. And who who really knows? I don't know. You you know, especially if I have a drink, I can be incredibly frank. I had a drink today, so you've seen that first hand. Yeah, people. and I I wasn't as cutting as I was thinking about Trish either. I was thinking a lot worse things than I said. But before you said any worse things, we'll just say that's been a really fun episode. Thank you again for. Well, you didn't have any choice. I basically said we're going to do this, but no, thank you for playing along. I'm well, happy I played along. I enjoyed being on a Rogue Opinion show proper. Hey, you know, it's good um, you're, you're technically a part of the group because so like, Scott and Paul's Valley podcast is part of Rogue Opinion. Yeah, but well, so. it was nice being on a Rogue Opinion show for yeah. for the first time. It was really good fun. I think I, I think I conducted myself very professionally. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have you on more shows in the future. Was was this a tester? <laughs> yeah, well, I do. Well, I haven't done an episode in a while because I had some issues where one episode that has to be re-recorded at some point soon. But that show, No Rose Barn, I do where I interview people. I'm sure at some point I'll have you on and we'll learn some things about Paul. And There's not a lot to learn. I will have fun. I mean, I have questions. You have questions. I do have... you want the answers, go? <laughs> That's another question entirely. Yeah. Maybe maybe you have questions that you would not want answered. But we'll have Paul back on Rogue Opinions at some point, but in the meantime, you can check out Rogue Retro Smackdown with me and Sam on a regular basis. He'll, I think he'll be back sometime next week. If not, then maybe mm-hmm. Paul will be back. We'll, we'll let you know in due course. Well, Sam, be safe, enjoy your trip, and good shit, man. And you're an impact guy, so you're a good cunt, man. Good yeah. cunt. Uh, but, you know, check out our past episodes and check out us on Rogue Opinions at Rogue and Square Pains on Twitter. Uh, Rogue Opinions are all good Android podcasts. It's the same as Scott and Paul around podcasts. Podcast yeah. Anchor, yeah. Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, all the places you can get your podcast. You can check out stuff like me and Sam's stuff. Uh, Podman Easy. You with can me. check out our like past uh, you know reviews on particular things on the Rogue Opinions. Uh, the Scott and Paul's thing. Yeah, I mean, you can check out other shows that are Rogue Opinions like me and uh, Carl do a show called Podman Easy, which is basically a uh, Marvel, Disney kind of Podden thing. Ain't easy. Podden ain't easy. That's cool, man. That's cool. Uh, do you wear a Do you wear a colourful hat and smoke a stogie when you're doing it? I'll, I'll say I do because it's audio. No one can prove it otherwise. Yeah. How, <laughs> and, how many holes do you have in your booth? <laughs> not, not enough. Uh, me. Ah, so you have some. Nathan and Ben record some weird shit on their show. I don't listen to it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Carl and Nathan will talk something to do with sport very soon. We record stuff. I don't listen to it. <laughs> I will. I will say one thing, and our for our upcoming shows, or even a rogue opinion, I may be on. Sure. If things next Wednesday go as I fucking pray they do. Talking about Rangers. Oh hell, hell's to the fucking yeah. Uh-huh. If things go the way I do, expect a fuckload of gloating and a fuckload of. Non wrestling related, yes, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. I'll, I'll be pretty fucking stoked. We'll, we'll see what happens there. 
Ah, all sorts of other stuff going on around. Morning, angels. All other stuff going on around. That show I mentioned, no rogue bar. The interviews I have done. Some of the guys in the rogue pines go check that them out. Uh, me and Paul, John Paul's Island podcast from our King of the Ring ninety three episode onwards. All our episodes are on rogue opinions. We did a recent mini episode. There was maybe a mini episode, maybe the preamble to another episode. Yeah. Our detour to Manchester, as I've called it, where we just rambled <laughs> for nearly an hour about all sorts of stuff. If you want a good introduction to our show in general, listen to our ultimate podcast. Yeah, the ultimate ramble. But ultimate ramble. That will that will give you a good idea of us. Well, listen to some of the stuff that's on the Rogue Pain feed, and if you like it, and you want more, and you've listened to all the stuff that's so far on the Rogue Pain feed. Then, like I said, on those same platforms, find our show. Listen to shows like that. And yeah. We have a lot of Frasier, old school wrestling, Impact. Listen to Pod Name sh- Easy. Weird shit. Uh, we've got plans for shows in the next couple weeks about Impact. We've got shows about Frasier. Yeah. We do our show, Athletic Escapade, which is up now uh, about Toy Story 2. And we're going to do one in the next month about Bugs Life. It's a, it's a show about Frasier actors outside of Frasier. Yeah, I also have an idea formulating that I'm working with Scott just now about uh, the main... Uh, acting cast in the show, their acting history. Yeah, we're we're going to do a lot more retrospective and we have a, we have a lot of shit planned. We plans for them just more retrospective, which is cool. I want we want to do more film reviews. We have a few films in mind. I mean, we review the films part for Kate Espy, but outside that, we want to do more film reviews. The episode that's going to be, <laughs> I think, hopefully up now as you listen to this in your house. It's tight. It's part of our in your mm-hmm. gas series. Mm-hmm. Taking a break from in your gas for a second because we're going to break the gap at some point in the next few weeks. Maybe at some point early June. We will be releasing our episode, our From the Vault, which is our retro review series about Warrior Rumble 1997. There'll be a lot of stuff yeah. the, the fallout from that show, the relationship with WWE and Triple A, which is the whole thing I need to yeah. do some research about. The relationship with Vince McMahon and Bret Hart at the time. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Bret, the development of Bret ah, Hart. And then, and then a few weeks later, we'll eventually get back to in your gaff with Final Four, where we'll talk about Sean and a missing smile. Do you know, I I have Final Four on tape, do you know how many times I've watched it? How many times? One. You've only watched it once? I watched it when I bought it. Well there you go. I remember the the god-awful state of Vader's face in that match. Well, well there's a lot of content to be coming uh, from Rogue Bank and from Scott Muller and Podcast, and there's already stuff on their back catalog, so, but while you're waiting for all this content, listen to some more Rogue Bank, listen to some more Scott and Pauls, if your eyes, what you're into, if you your podcast, listen. Let, listen to us, please. <laughs> Give us validation. <laughs> we need the validation. And before we become more pathetic and start begging more, I'll just say once again, a very big thank you to Paul for joining me. Or a very big opinions. A very big awesomeness to you and to the Rogue Opinions people for having me properly on Rogue Opinions episodes now. Hopefully, I have Paul on more Rogue Opinions stuff. But in the meantime, you can hear us both on Scott and Paul's Valentine podcast. Hell's yeah! Awesome for their person over there. Thank you very everybody, and bye bye. Bye.
Okay.